This, this, this is the Cigar Authority. Put that coffee down. Coffee's for closers only. The authority on everything cigar. Respect my authority. Who got the lighter? In and out of the cigar industry with your hosts, David Garofalo. I'm here from downtown. I'm here from Mitch and Murray. And I'm here on a mission of mercy. Mr. Jonathan. He's confident, smart, witty, dynamic, a monster. And Chuck Morrison. This is a hard job. So I was working at McDonald's. It's time to light him up. It's time for the Cigar Authority. It's the Catalina f- wine mixer. It's about to get all stupid up in here. It's time to light them up. Welcome, everybody. <laughs> to get all stupid up in here. This is how we start the show. It's pretty accurate. That's what it is. January 10th, 2013. Welcome, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. We're live at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Nashua, New Hampshire. Uh, we got a little event going on here. Yeah, you could say little event. Little as far as the price, but there's a ridiculous amount of people here. It's awesome. It's going good anyway, happening at all two guys, smoke shop locations all week. Uh, it's, it's cleanup time. It's time to clear some stuff out and make some room for new cigars. And new cigars is what it's all about. We're smoking new cigars this week on the Cigar Authority. And Welcome, everybody. Go ahead. Back. Do you think? Uh, week number two of, two of 2013. And this week, we continue like we did last week of uh, what cigar aficionado has said the best cigars of last year was. Uh, Sorry, Rudy. We're going to talk about it a little bit. Yeah, I think you're just doing it to piss Rudy off now. I am, because he didn't <laughs> like it, so now I have to do it. <laughs> uh, we go into the mailbag to see what people are thinking about Mr. Jonathan, uh, and me too. And uh, when they have something uh, nasty to say, uh, we certainly bring it right out and let everybody know what it is. Uh, and uh, the big uh, retail trade show this summer uh, might be opening to you, the consumer. My feelings, uh, you might not like them either, but we're going to tell them also. Yeah, uh, finally we'll be getting some mail about you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you are listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. We are the only syndicated radio show in New England, the U.S., and yes, the world, that is always broadcast on location. This week, Nashua, New Hampshire. We are the only radio show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist on it. We broadcast live. Light them up. From a cigar shop because we will be smoking on the show. No one is going to tell us not to smoke. They're not going to tell us not to light up. And we want you to light up along with us. And you can not only catch us on the syndicated seven radio stations that are currently picking us up uh, on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network, but you can also tune in live at thecigarauthority.com where you can watch what we got going on. And sometimes... We got something going on today. No, nah, we don't have anything. Not so much. It's not even. Uh, uh, interesting. I was watching last week's show, and our manager here in Nashua, Freddie, yes, was making saw. faces in the humidor, forgetting we've got an HD camera pointed <laughs> directly at him. So he was bagged. Uh, yeah. You can catch us on iTunes, where you can set it and forget it. And also, quick shout out to thecigarstation.com. I hear you bumped into some people who listen to our show. Out of Texas. In Texas. Hi to our friends out in Texas listening, yeah. We, we had correspondence. We're going to go over the mailbag in a bit. Correspondence this week from Australia, from India. They're listening I, everywhere. Wow. It's, it's just amazing. England we've had before. These people are hurting for entertainment really <laughs> badly. Yeah. So, yeah. What do you, would you dare call this entertainment? No, I would not. Why did I even say that? So uh, I have my cup of coffee here. This is uh, Cafe Sano. That's right. Uh, from the Dominican Republic. The, the best part about Cafe Sano, yeah. you can't buy it. You can't buy it yet, right? <laughs> They're our sponsor. 
and you can't buy it. Guys are promoting that Cafe Sano. How do I get it? You can't. You can't. You can't. You can swing by the show when we have it live, and we'll be happy to share some with you, and that's the only way you're going to get it right now. Right now. We're going to figure it out. And I said it to him this week. I said, uh, so what's the story? People are asking to buy it. God forbid. Yeah, I've got to figure something out. Yeah. And that's, that somebody is Mike Cusano, right. um, who used to be uh, Cusano Cigars. Uh, Mike started off, um, geez, 15 years ago, maybe more. Hmm. Think uh, he's at, losing his edge? Not at all. Not even close. Because there's, no, like, there's no price tag on this stuff. I know. Well, there's something going on. Maybe that's to make you want it even Let more. Him know I'm, I'm starting to run low, and I'd like another free shipment if you would right. mind. So uh, he, uh, he started out as our customer at Two Guys Smoke Shop many, many years ago. Uh, he lived in the North End, uh, right across from uh, one of my favorite pizza places out there. And uh, he'd come in and get his cigars. And one day he came in and said, uh, listen, I got a cigar for you to smoke. And I said, oh, isn't that nice? He came back from the Dominican Republic with an awesome cigar. Hmm. Uh, he put his, uh, his company logo's name on it, which, which was Cusano and Company at the time. And uh, see what you think of it. And uh, we loved it. We ended up buying a ton of it. Actually, we bought it all twice. And he started the company up, and it became Cusano uh, Cigars. And uh, later on, uh, maybe three, four years ago, he sold off to Davidoff. They bought the company from him, and he had non-compete. He wasn't uh, allowed to be back so into the business. So you bought him out not once but twice. Not once but twice. So even when you were small... Yeah. You played like a big boy. Played like a big boy. You just said, yeah, I'll take them all. Well, it was an amazing cigar at a low, low price. And it was amazing because it was Hanky Kellner out of Davidoff that, was, that created the cigar. It was that great. And we didn't have Davidoff at the time. And I had these great 3 and $4 cigars. Uh, and they were as good as Davidoff's were. And um, since then, the company, uh, they, they built up to, I think they were up six million cigars or something like that. Holy crap. And um, they became a player. Wow. And uh, Davidoff uh, acquired them because maybe uh, without acquiring them, it could have been in trouble. You know, it was, yeah. a, it was a chess move for sure. There was something going on there. Maybe we'll have Mike in here someday, and he'll he'll tell us. Uh, because for this one businessman to another, I mean, it was an awesome story of how it happened. He could have wrote a book on it. Or he, sh- he should. Should write a book. So he's come out. He's come out with another cigar. His brother uh, launched uh, CNC Cigars, which uh, uh, some of the highest rated uh, bargain brands, according to Cigar Aficionado, we carry that sells very well, under $5. They were always about um, good value. Uh, Mike decided to come out with his own cigar, um, and this is Loose Cannon. And the reason for Loose Cannon is... Um, He's a when, big fan of massacres in schools? Not at all. Okay. He, is, um, he is a Loose Cannon. Uh, he when, is a Loose Cannon. When he, was, uh, <laughs> when, he, when he left Davidoff, he stayed with them for a while when they took over. <clears throat> and when he decide, uh, decided he wasn't going to have any more of that, uh, and he was leaving, uh, as he was exiting the room, they said to him, Well, you're a Loose Cannon anyway. Wow. So there is his brand, Loose Cannon. He took what they said. Good man. And um, there it is, MJC in the corner here, Michael J. Cusano, and uh, Loose Cannon. You know, they almost have the same initials. Really? Mr. Jonathan, MJ. Yeah. I don't have a C, but work on that. I'm going to work on it. So I'm going to light it up, and what's different about this cigar, Loose Cannon, so you'd expect a cannon, which a cigar is kind of like a cannon, but he takes that away, and he makes it square. So it's a square cannon. David started searching, and I teased him a little bit because he was searching on a PC. And so I pulled out my Mac, Rudy, and I started searching on my Mac to try to find a cannonball 
That is square, square. cannon. Because I heard no such thing. That I heard there was. I heard way back they had made a square cannonball. Hmm. And can you imagine uh, the guy from uh, Wide World of Sports catching the square cannonball? It would have ripped them apart because it would be square and the corners would get you and it'd kill you. But um, there supposedly was and it would destroy the um, other team, whoever was fighting in the square cannonball. 102 pound ball the guy shot at his belly out of a spring loaded cannon. Wide what? World of Sports. Remember that guy in the Wide uh, World yeah. of Sports? Yeah, did some research on that. Unbelievable. Started off just taking punches as like a, a little carny thing. You could come in and pay the, the nickel and punch him in the stomach as yeah. hard as you want. And then he had heavyweight boxer at the time, Jack Dempsey. They staged the whole thing, and Jack went up and just started unleashing on this guy's belly. The next level, he took it. And, and he was kind of fat. It was yeah, you could pay the going on there. You could pay the no nickel six pack there and jump on his belly. He'd lay on his back, and you could jump right on his belly, two feet. And there's video of it. And people are stomping on his belly, nothing. And what? he took it to the next level <laughs> and said, "I'm gonna shoot a cannonball at my belly." And he shoots it and. Gets on the wide world of sports. Everybody knows that segment, right? He, they shoot the cannonball. If you look at you the don't video, know it? No. Never seen it? The agony yeah. of defeat. Did he survive? Oh, yeah. He did yeah. it millions of times. He could, be, he could do it twice a day without it uh, hurting on. too much. So he, He's dead now. He uh, yeah, oh, died of a stomach died of an ulcer. <laughs> <laughs> Go figure. He wore goggles, Chuck. Now, it's a spring-loaded cannon. Yeah. There's nothing coming out. If the bowling ball were, a cup. were to misdirect, <laughs> right? If the bowling ball were to misdirect and hit him in the face, what the hell is a pair of goggles going to do? Oh, nothing. It's just ridiculous. Did wear goggles. And yeah. this is not a time when people wore the oh. masks. I mean, they're breathing asbestos and black lung, you know, going into the, right. the mines. And he's wearing goggles. <laughs> the oddest thing. Who was the guy that you guys had at the uh, two guys' sale location? couple years ago. The guy that smashed the bricks on the sledgehammer on his head, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Something, the jackhammer. Yeah. It was awesome. It was awesome. (laughs) Stopping traffic, people honking. So this is Loose Cannon, uh, a premium addition to the CNC line. Loose Cannon is a box press, Maduro-wrapped smoke that offers terrific combination of quality and price. uh, Made by the original founder of Cusano Cigars, Mike Cusano, CNC. is always about uh, premium cigars at value price. Uh, what we're smoking here is the Loose Cannon 1206. The 1206 stands for the year that the cannon was invented, 1206. Uh, invented in China. Invented in China. Um, it's this, this particular size is called the double shot. It's a 5.5 by 46 ring gauge. Uh, nice kind of a box bit of press. coffee thrown in there, double shot of espresso. Double shot. So you can see he's connecting his yeah. coffee company. He's very punny, this Mike Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <It's> very punny. <laughs> um, good, good prices on it. Five to six dollar retail. Um, made uh, at Tabacalera La Palma, um, which is the people that make um, aging room. Yeah. Okay. Uh, they also make C.O. Jones. And now Loose Cannon, Dominican Republic. The wrapper on this, maybe you don't know this answer, so I'll ask the question. Look at the wrap. Do you know the answer? I don't. Okay. So I don't kind, know what, what you're going to ask. What kind of wrapper is this? Uh, Very delicate wrapper, yeah? It does look delicate. It's not Cameroon. It's not it? Cameroon. It's, hmm. it's one you'll never guess, so I might as well is just it a, cut to the chase. Is it, is it a, uh, a, a natural arapiaca? No, it is not. Okay. It's a Maduro. Ooh. Uh, first off, it's kind of light, but it's a real Maduro. There's no funny business going on here. But it is a German wrapper from mm. Germany. 
No kidding. A German, German rapper from rapper. Germany. Yes. Wow. As, as opposed to German rapper made from China. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a, a German rapper. You don't, you don't see that. Uh, Dominican binder, Dominican filler. Um, and they, they make, uh, this is the one shot, the smallest size. Um, they have a Robusto at 5x50, a Corona 5.5, 46x54 Toro, Churchill 7x50. And, the, uh, uh, can you imagine being a German tobacco grower? First of all, you're sitting on a plot of land. And you're thinking to yourself, how can I maximize my profits from this plot of land? I'm going to plant tobacco. And then the only place you can go to sell the tobacco, you've got to fly from Germany to the Dominican Republic and negotiate a deal that's good enough to factor in the fact that you had to fly there, and now you have to ship the tobacco from Germany to the Dominican Republic. I believe this wrapper is used, somebody buys this wrapper, uh, some European company buys this wrapper normally, and they... Okay decided to try this on this. So it's, it's a definitely a different taste. I just can't imagine being the sales rep for that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna, uh, I've got a sales call in the Dominican Republic. It's an 18-hour flight. If I know Mike, he went to Germany and he said, I want that tobacco, and there was no sales rep involved. Right. He went and got it. Yeah, uh, I'll he take, doesn't like to be sold. I'll take that. You want 10 pounds of it? No, all no of it. I'll take all of it. That's it, because he plays the way I play. I taught him. <laughs> Take it all. I'll actually take the production for the next yeah, 10 years. All in. After, all in. After he sold me the second full batch of it, he said, that's it. I'm going full boat into the business. I said, please don't. <laughs> don't this do this. Not, this isn't how it, this is not how it goes. This is not how People it normally goes. People don't buy you out on the, on the sales call. So I was looking, searching <laughs> to try to find that square cannonball to get information on the square cannonball. Can't get information. If anybody does, there was a square cannonball. Is that because you were searching on a Windows machine? That's what he says it was. Then he tried with his the iPhone and with the I Mac. Get and it it either. Uh, I did find Frank, the Cannonball Richards. This is the guy that caught the Cannonball in the wide world of sports. Also, what I found on there, I thought very interesting, it kept popping up, was Cannonball, the movie. Yeah, the Cannonball course, Run. Run. Yeah, fantastic Great movie. movie. 1981. Oh. Great. And Burt and Reynolds took the mustache to another level. I mean, so many things were created as a result of Burt Reynolds and that mustache. The most notable being mustache rides. We need a new can. Are they still doing the cannonball run? I don't know. Not that I know. We should do it. Yeah. It's very, very interesting, the uh, cast of that movie. If you, if you think back of who that cast, that was 1981. Roger Moore, uh, Farrah Fawcett wow. in her heyday, right? What? Was John Candy in that? Nope. Dom DeLuise was, was the John Candy of the day. Yes, that was he was. Before right. John Candy. But you had Dean Martin. Wow. You had Sammy Davis Jr. Right, that's right. Unbelievable. The Rat Pack was yeah. in the movie. Wow. Um, Adrian Barbeau. Correct. Who I am related to. Related to Mr. Jonathan. What? Do you remember her at Big Cans? Adrian Barbeau? No way to talk about my relatives. Yeah. No. We're related. She was in Maud. She was the daughter in Maud. Daughter in Maud. I'll have to Google it. Really? Yeah. You're talking about Adrian Barbo. I did. I do know she about was actually the show. The, what, she was really? in Back to School with Rodney Dangerfield. Okay. And she played the um, his his wife. I think I know who you're talking. That's you related to her? Yeah. She had triplets at the age of fifty. Wow. Really? Yeah. yeah. What's the relationship? Uh, it's my dad's fourth cousin, so fifth oh. cousin. All right. Yeah. Uh, Fifteen times removed. Yeah. Really. But this this Terry part. Bradshaw was in the movie. Really. And this one was a surprise to even Mr. Jonathan. I thought I knew every movie that this actor was in. I thought I'd seen them all. I 1981. Had, I, I had seen them all. I just didn't know that he was in this one. Jackie Chan 
Really? 1981. Jackie Chan starred. The guy? Yes. Yeah. Is there any other Jackie Chan that you can think no, of? No. Off the top I, of your head that's an actor? But 1981. Yeah. Is he old enough to even have been in that movie? He was the Subaru driver number one. So he was nobody. But he's actually in that movie. That, that's his role. Subaru driver number one. But Eventually he had an interesting way of getting in and out of that Subaru. He didn't even speak English, right? Probably not back then. 1981. No. So imagine he's in Cannonball Run. And there was many Cannonball Run movies, right? There was two, three. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, it was a whole thing. But anyway, it was... Did, uh, did Adrian have a nickname? Adrian Barboobs? Yes, I'm sure. That had to have been Rudy. Yeah. <laughs> that boy, Index. Okay. That boy. Nice. Uh, but so, so Cannonball, is, is you think, is a race that still goes on? I hope it is. I hope it is. We might have to bring that baby back. Wow. That, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know how I feel. When about I saw that. that movie, I was a kid, and I just, you know, couldn't wait to drive. Couldn't get to wait, get my license. That was like one of my biggest drivers in life was to get my license to drive, and I always wanted to do that. That movie alone, like, Cannonball Run. I'm gonna have to watch that this weekend. That that's been a long time since I saw that. 1981. My God, third over 30 years ago, 32 years ago. Amazing. What and, and what? What a. Uh, I wonder. If, if it was looked at a, as a, ca- a great cast then, or was it just that was the cast? But you look at the cast, I mean, holy God. Yeah, that that would have drawn people to the theater for sure, especially if you'd said Jackie Chan. <laughs> I would have gone. As Subaru dealer number one, <laughs> Subaru driver number one. So uh, anyway, this is the loose cannon, uh, kind of full-bodied cigar for me yeah. for 12 noon uh, on a Saturday right now. It's a little heavy. Uh, um, it's, it's, Mike recommended me to go to the size. It's heavy because there's the Lajero in it, but it's not. nothing about it is overpowering. No. The, the, the strength does sneak up on you a little bit, but I, I, would, I would put it at uh, medium plus, really. I wouldn't say full-bodied. It's made to be enjoyed with a cup of coffee. And it is doing it's that. Made it's a to great enjoyed. combination. Yeah. I recommend Cafe Sano. To everybody that can buy it. You're loose Nobody. Candy. You can't buy it. Yeah. <laughs> swing. That's a reason to swing by the show. Yeah. Come the, by, say hi. The coffee is sold to Javalier right now. They're the they're number one buyer of it. Yeah, you can go spend way too much. Right. But not as Cafe Sano as something else. Mm. And he makes Same blend, though? I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. We've got to bring Mike on when, he's, when he comes up or something. Yeah, because right now come. I'm the only person who have ever interviewed him ever. So you get that going for you. Yeah. <laughs> That'll get you a cup of coffee. It so, does. Loose Cannon 1206, <laughs> and uh, they make another whole um, line of loose cannons also, round loose cannons that are called... Trigger Happy. Trigger Happy, thank you. Uh, what's interesting about the flavor of this cigar, if you think... I'm a black coffee drinker, and Mike is as well. Yeah. And you are. Yeah. Chuck? Yep. Black coffee. All right. So think about back in the day when you drank coffee, if you ever did, with cream and sugar in it. Now... I used to. This cigar is the cream and sugar that would go in the coffee. It's like yummy. And it's got the sweet. And that's why... Yeah, it is. That's part of that blending. Probably the reason he went with this German wrapper. It does have that sweet creaminess going to it. You can ring the bell. I was just going to say... ring the bell. Got it. I was just going to say, you guys have to take a sip of your coffees and then take a puff. It's the perfect compliment. Oh, my God. And that's exactly the cream and sugar of the the coffee. All you cheap bastards buying those 222s, go get yourself a loose cannon and get a black cup of coffee and try it. You'll love it. It's a good time right here. The wrapper is not the prettiest wrapper out there. It's it's spotty. Uh, You know, you can can tell nothing was done to it to make it dark, dark or anything like that. But it's a, uh, you know, you you said Cameroon. It looks like it could be a Cameroon. It certainly does. But it is a German wrapper. 
and I got to get pat, figure out the taste because typically, usually the outside wrapper has a lot of the flavor that you're getting on trying to figure out what that is. And uh, I don't, I have, I don't have it yet. Little sweetness to it, like Cameroon would be, maybe. Yeah, little sweetness. Anyway. Uh, we get lots of emails. We don't share them all the time. A lot of the things I can't even say on the air that are, that are said. Um, Except Jonathan saying. Yeah. <laughs> They're usually about me. Right. It, it, there's a lot about him. But usually uh, immediately following the show, the emails start coming in. Oh, they, they go on to the CigarAuthority.com and is... Uh, what con- we do now? Contact. Or should I say, what did Mr. Jonathan do now? Well, there's a few different things, but I thought I'd just share some of them. Uh, and uh, let me see this guy, Rob... Uh, wrote, uh, please stop lighting, clipping, puffing, breathing the cigars into the mic. It's hard because the, the, actually the mic is attached to our headsets so that we can have our hands free. That's, so. the, that, that's, like, that's like the fourth cast member on our show, those sound effects. That's what it's part of the well, show. I'll, yeah. I'll tell you, there's, there's, plenty of, uh, there's plenty of shows out there that are faking those sound effects, <laughs> so you're going to hear them either way. We just happen to not be faking. We're really got doing a it. Live sure audience right here smoking with us and watching us do it. We would be the biggest fakes in the industry in a cigar is shop. It, it, can I have a microphone by itself and, and so I could, could back away? You, we could sit you with like a live mic, yeah. Yeah. Well, that would still be attached to me. It would still be attached. I mean, we, yeah, you could do We're it. We're really lighting and puffing and smoking. So that, so guy, that guy, Rob, doesn't like that sound? Yeah, he doesn't like it. Uh, the horrible sound is very distracting to hear while David is trying to conduct an interview or make his point in general. Also, David tells other guys in the room to stop stepping on you and your guests. Stop stepping on you and your guests. Uh, They have nothing interesting to add anyway, so it kills to hear them step on the speaker. David, you're doing a great job. Uh, Did you write the email to yourself? It's my cousin Rob. No, I don't know who this is. <laughs> David, you're doing a great job and need better air help. Wow. Wow. Cigar lovers are dying for a quality show, and we're looking everywhere we can find one. There isn't one out there. Uh, the only other show... You came to the wrong place, buddy. Even to come close is Bob and Dale blab on about for nothing for hours. So they've beaten them up to... They're out. They're out. They they retired. And they they, did have they a actually show. maybe Rob sent them an email, hurt their feelings, and that's why they're out. Um, you can you you can be the top of the heap. Just dump the bootleg crap. What does that mean? Not sure. Dump the bootleg crap. We want to hear about cigars and cigar makers, cigar issues, and cigar lifestyle. Period. All right. So let me say something to Rob here, and I'll be nice. Uh, there isn't enough information year-round about cigars to do a two-hour show every single week. Nothing it. but. Nothing. Try it. It's yeah, impossible. It, we're talking. You've you got to bring a little bit of something else. Plus, talk about boring. I mean, if it was just cigars all the time, you've got to bring in the other stuff. I'm sorry, Rob. You're wrong. But we like you. All right. This Appreciate guy, your opinion. This guy is uh, Sammy. Hi, David. Since I've been listening to your show... For a really long time now, I figured it was time to drop you a note and let you guys know, at the risk of being obvious, that you rock wow. and that you have an audience all the way in Bombay, India. There you go. Wow. Along with Dog Watch, the Cigar Authority is one of my favorite podcasts to listen to. Only discovering your show four years after moving to Bombay from Orlando. I'm a, tr- uh, I'm a true fanatic when it comes to cigars. I've been spe- spreading the word about your show locally. Bombay and India generally is winningless, a major boom in the cigar, in cigars, and shows like yours help educate others uh, unknowingly. 
an idea to say um, Mass is here locally, listening to the show. Wow. Outstanding. In India. Uh, I'll try to catch you guys live in the chat rooms during the next show. Wow. So see if he's on there. That was last week or this week. Uh, That was uh, January 11th. Was that yesterday? What was yesterday? Been yesterday. So Sammy, we're looking for a, for a guy. Sammy from India. Is he on the chat room? Identify yourself, Sammy. Okay, I don't know. Uh, this is from a guy, David, in Charlotte, North Carolina. Hey, hi, guys. I wanted to drop you a note and say thanks for your time. You put it in the podcast. I look forward to your weekly show. That I do. Uh, I look forward to more than any TV show or other entertainment. Here's a guy hurting for entertainment out here. <laughs> Smoking a cigar while listening to your show uh, takes me away from the stress of my life, and that's what we're here for. Uh, a few hours a, uh, a week, and I can't tell you how much I appreciate it. Uh, keep up the great work, and I can't wait to be able to someday see the show live and in person. David from Charlotte, North Carolina. That's a good one. That's a very we good we one. We don't get a lot of good ones. We don't. We get ones that we can't even discuss. <laughs> But we like it. I want to get them. I want it. I, I look forward to it even when they're bad. I look forward to actually looking at it. You do have a sickness. So uh, this is the guy, Sean W. from Linwood, W.A. West. Washington. 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 All right. There we go. Okay. Uh, hi. How's it going, fellas? Not a strong So fella. right off, fellas, he says. Fellas. Fellas. Uh, I started listening to the Cigar Authority podcast about eight months ago. Uh, I listen to them when I get a chance. I happen to find it on iTunes, and I'm glad I did. Nice. Set it and forget it, right? Set it and forget it, baby. Uh, more information and entertaining than other shows I've come across so far. He hasn't been looking that much. I think uh, one of the main reasons is the fact that you can review cigars as you smoke them on the show. Yeah, baby, that's what there we, we do. It costs a lot extra to do this. It does. We could just go to the station, save a whole bunch of money, but we do it on location so we can smoke cigars and really do it. Uh, I was browsing at my local brick-and-mortar store the other day, and the owner made some recommendations for me. I was shocked to see that they had a Studio Tobacco limited-edition sampler sitting inconspicuously in the cabinet. He seemed pleased when I recognized the significance of the cigars. It was the last box, and he would make me a deal. Uh, Coming around to my point, because I can hear the crickets probably already sounding now, he says this in here. Nice! So he is a listener. We'll give that to you. Uh, I consider myself really lucky uh, to find this box. My job traveling a lot, uh, my job has me traveling a lot to see uh, different parts of the world. I usually miss uh, a lot of cigar events because I'm listening to the show. My knowledge of cigar brands and cigars in general has increased so much that over uh, reading magazines. Magazines are historic. Yeah. You know, it's, by yeah. the time you get it, it's, it's way past due. It's already happened. Uh, I have a lot of appreciation of this lifestyle and uh, continue to make uh, great selections in stores. I Take can tell it easy, guys. Email is going to be. Please well, have David stop reading the emails because it takes him an hour. Yeah, I can't read well. <laughs> <laughs> I can't read very well. But anyway, uh, keep those cards and letters coming. I've never got a card or a letter. It's email. It's all it's emails. Email. But that's good. So you go on the cigarauthority.com and you click what? Send us a letter. Contact us. Contact us. And you yeah, can we've got to send us a letter button. Yeah. That, that's how we do it. Or you just say talk so. right into the microphone. You're going to piss Rob off. Careful. I can't help it. Rob, we're going to be puffing and smoking, and that's what we do. There's no, there's it no used to bother me more than anything. I was a huge Bill O'Reilly fan for the, his radio show because he used to call people pinheads and he'd get all worked up. And he'd be listening to the person he's interviewing, and it was like the microphone was in his nose. He'd be like, 
What, Bill O'Reilly? Constantly. On radio? Constantly on really? radio. Really? It was very, I, I completely hear where Rob's coming from. Well, he's I got don't it. mean to beat him up on it. Well, he's got it going on anyway. Let's go to break. Um, when we come back, uh, Monopoly rolls the dice and changes their pieces. Anheuser-Busch launches a new beer for the Super Bowl, and McDonald's is cooking the wings. Why hasn't someone come out with a cigar for the Super Bowl? Maybe yeah. that's going to happen. Plus, we're actually going to talk about cigars. We're going to go over the other cigars in Cigar Aficionado's list, 11 through 25, and the best bargains for 2012. That and lots more. Consumers and retailers at our cigar convention. Strap yourself in, folks. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Uh, this is Edgar Dacamanti from Northeast Sales, and uh, you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. I'd like to file a missing persons report. I've lost my one true love. Uh, what does she look like? She is like no other. Her skin, dark, Simply gorgeous. Not slender, but firm to the touch. Well, we'll do everything we can for you, sir. The night we met over a fine scotch, it was love at first sight. Details. I need details, sir. Well, she's about five and a half inches tall. You mean five feet tall? No, inches. Oh, she's a mid... a dwarf. Uh, a little person. No, she's a cigar. Ah, right, sir. Is she a Fleur de Lorraine cigar? The cigar that men around the world are falling in love with? Yes. Oh, I've seen this before. Louie! Yeah? Uh, get him a Fleur de Lorraine cigar and a list of United Cigar retailers to carry it. Fleur de Lorraine cigars. Simply gorgeous. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailers across the country. Fleur de Lorraine. Stop missing out. Mr. Jonathan, a shadowed figure spinning tunes on records that do not exist. Mr. Jonathan, a young cigar smoker on a crusade to champion the oldies, top 40, and yes, even country, with a host of DJs that operate above the mix. Mr. Jonathan is my dance instructor. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ. Mr. Jonathan is me. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com, your one-stop shop for everything DJ and sound production. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number no. 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper, fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or diamond crown lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. 
or visit diamondcrown.com. You're listening to David Garofalo and Mr. Jonathan on the Cigar Authority. And they wanted me to tell you about the Cigar Station. It's the world's first 24-7 radio station, custom programmed for cigar smokers and lovers of the good life. Enjoy cool tunes from familiar artists. Everyone from Van Morrison, Phil Collins, and Dave Matthews, to Paul Simon, Sade, and Tony Bennett. And stay informed with Cigar College, Cigar News and Reviews, and Smoke Breaks. Interviews with cigar-loving celebrities and industry personalities. Give us a listen. The Cigar Station at thecigarstation.com. Walking in, you're greeted with the aroma of friendship. You move to the humidor and reach into the Hallmark Molded Steel Box, retrieving the only cigar worthy of such elegant protection. Your cut is meticulous. The light, easy, and full. Your taste buds are immediately inundated with a barrage of wood and rare spice flavors, all finished with a trademark plume of smoke. Moscow City Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. Hello, this is Paul Joyo from Ocean State Cigars, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And we're back live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Nashua, New Hampshire. We're in the Diamond Crown Cigar Lounge, and we're, we're cleaning house. We're getting rid of uh, lots of single cigars, making room for new cigars to come in. And we're going to smoke two new ones today. One is the Loose Cannon 1206, 1206 of the year. The Cannon came out. This is Michael J. Cusano. This is his... Uh, rise back into the cigar industry. Loose cannon. So uh, something a little different here, which is the uh, wrapper on it, which is made in Germany. So it's a, it's a different cigar. Uh, it's a uh, moderately priced uh, 6 to $7 cigar, 5 to $7 cigar. Starting to get a little cinnamony. A little cinnamony? In your, you like cinnamon in your, in your coffee? You know what? Actually, coffee with, with a little bit of cinnamon sprinkled on, the top, sprinkled on the top is phenomenal. You ever have the coffee in New Orleans, which you'll have uh, soon when the Patriots yeah. go to the Super Bowl, um, and they put um, Café du Monde. Uh, you ever go there? No. Café du Monde? So like squirrel brains or something they grind no, up? No, it's uh, chicory. Chicory and right. coffee. It's huh. chicory and coffee. Delicious. Really? Delicious. It's the oldest coffee shop in the United States. Cafe Du Monde. Uh-huh. You've got to go check it out. They only serve two things there, coffee and beignets. Beignets are little donut things, little puffy donuts with uh, powdered nice sugar on it. Oh, yeah. my God. That's where I want to die. <laughs> and it's, it's uh, Oh, my God. Cafe Du Monde, New Orleans. It's awesome. Wow. So, uh, uh, what do we got going on? Okay, so last week, and uh, we, we got some uh, chat about that. People don't like when we do the, uh, the show of um, you know what it the is? best cigars of the year. You're such a positive person all the time. Yeah. You like everybody. <laughs> Live on the air, anyways. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're a yeah. different person behind the scenes. But I'm the same person. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. So. <laughs> You work for me. I, I warned you when you when you took the job. You're an animal. I, I you warned you animal. when it happened. So uh, people just don't like to hear you say things that are bad about people. I guess. I mean, it's well. Like they're used to me saying it apparently because they they barely. And, and I'm not an saying eye. bad. I'm giving you my opinion, which is your opinion. What do they say? Those that are attached to praise are also attached to criticism. Hey, that's it. So they came out with their top ten and the, the cigar of the year, which was actually a good choice. It was a cigar that came out this year, which was a good thing. It was a cigar that was available, which was a good thing. I mean, they had reasonably of, priced. Yeah. So it, it, it kind of worked out this year, and I praise Cigar Aficionado for getting it right once. 
and um, hopefully they'll continue to get it right. But after they come out with the top 10, they come out with the 11 through 25, and they also come out with the best bargains of the year. Some of the best bargains that came out last year, actually, CNC Corojo Churchill, $4.59. They had that listed on there. Estilo Cubano Robusto uh, Gordo, $5.35. J. Fuego, Sangre de Toro, Robusto, five ninety-five. So bargain cigars are $5 cigars, apparently. Um, so th- those are good choices. Uh, also, Brickhouse Toro, they're just getting around to it. It was a cigar of the year 2008. Right. (laughs) (laughs) They're just getting around to it, but they're coming around to it. Uh, They have a new one on there, which is Asylum, uh, the premium uh, 4x44 at $4.40. A Toro Fuente Chateau... Fuente Queen Bee came out a few years ago to Queen Bee, 575. Good cigar, good price. A few years late uh, for that. Elbaton Velocoso. Great cigar. Elbaton, great cigar. A few years late. The idea of the cigar of the year or the best bargain of the year is that year. That's all I'm saying. Think about think about the the depth of research that you have to do. You're making it hard for yourself. You got to go back years and years and years to find cigars that were selling at five dollars. Just go with the ones that came out this year, unless you're not tapped into the industry for real. Well, they're not. They don't have cigar stores. They're a magazine. They're a magazine. They only know what people send them, which makes the whole rating process suspect is all I'm saying. It's not, it's not all we're saying. We're saying it's all I'm things. saying. So, <laughs> you're saying other stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, we'll, we'll quickly go through um, 11 through 25 right now. Christoph uh, Corojo Limitada Torpedo. Christoph, they, they came out with the Limitado. This year, uh, it was number 11. Ooh, you know, so close. I, I talked to Glenn, uh, who owns Kristoff, actually, just yesterday. Um, he was happy to get number 11. Number 10 would have changed his life, probably. Uh, but Kristoff, uh, small company, getting a little accolades there. Nice to see. Uh, number 12, La Flor Dominicano, uh, Cameroon Chisel Cabinet. Uh, number 13 was a Cuban Cigar, Partagas Series E number 2. I got problems with them even putting that stuff in there, Ooh. but it's there. Uh, number 14, El Baton Bellicoso. It's a little late, but it's there. Uh, good cigar. H. Upman, 1844, Reserve Bellicoso, Dominican Republic. Hmm. Didn't make the cut here uh, in our retail establishment. Actually, hmm. we're blowing it out. And we have a chance to pull it. We could say, you know what? It's getting recognition in the magazine. It just didn't sell at all. It's a dog. Um, it's an old, old brand that just isn't making a comeback. It has a great name, uh, H. Upman, making people think, oh, it's the H. Upman from Cuba. It's not. Um, it doesn't sell. We're getting rid of it. It doesn't matter that they say it's number 15. didn't make the cut. I'm mm. sorry. Uh, and I'm doing that by... Careful analysis. Very What's careful. sold? Painstaking. Oh, you, you lived through it this year, I right? Ha- I, still actually, I still have a headache. Yeah. It, it's crazy kind of numbers. 5,000 SKUs, Chuck. We went through every single one, line by line. you got to do it. This is it. By line. Yeah. Crazy. Calculators out. Analysis. Oh, These brutal. This is done properly. Uh, number 16 was Boulevard Bellicoso Fino. It's a Cuban. Uh, number 17, number 17, did you even look at these yet? Number 17, Camacho Liberty 2012, your favorite, favorite cigar. I bought us out. Yeah, 
I bought every single one that was left. <laughs> yeah. wow. I am now sitting on he three boxes. He paid for them. He paid. That's a great cigar. Good man. He paid. He, he voted with his wallet. I he did. actually bought That is a phenomenal, phenomenal cigar. Uh, number 18, another great cigar, Oliva V. Uh, Bellicoso. Oliva V. Great cigar. The thing is, it came out years and years ago. Not the Milano, not, not the new one, but mm-hmm. the regular Oliva V. Great cigar, but, geez, you're, you're years late on that. Uh, La Polina, um, El Dario, KB, is number 19. Number 20 was the Punch Grand Puro Rita. I don't even know what it is. Santa Rita. Uh, number 21, Alec Bradley, Fine and Rare. Not the one that came out this year. The one that came out the year before that. It lasted about a week. It was gone everywhere. It was a huge success. Didn't mention it last time. Here it is. You can't get it. All year you couldn't get it. Impossible. They don't make it anymore. They made it once, two years ago. Here it is, number 21. Great cigar. Can I buy some? Please sell me some. No, you can't. They have them for this year. Good cigar this year, too. But they're talking about two years ago. A magazine is so far behind. By the time they publish it and all that stuff, they don't need to do this. They don't. Um, E.P. Carrillo, um, the, the Don Rubio, number 22. Number 23. Ready? I'm ready. Macanudo, Crew Real. Really? Number 23. Wow. Of the best cigars, and i got to say, they're at the point of best cigars of all time because it has nothing to do with the year it came out because it didn't. It came out a couple of years ago, three years ago. Three years ago, I think. Uh, Headley Grange, number 24. Phenomenal. 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 Great cigar. Hard to get. Very limited. Uh, if, you, if you see that cigar out there, grab it. Uh, We've got some here. Do we? Oh, have yeah. some left? Uh, San Latano Oval, the Corona, number 25. Good cigar. And uh, that's it. I'm not going to dwell on it. I'm not going to continue and, and piss people off worse than I've already done. But uh, that wraps up the cigar yeah. aficionados. If we do that, if we do this bit next week, Rudy might quit. Right, so we're gonna have to. <laughs> Rudy's asking if the, if the KB is old. He thought it came out in 2012. The, the KB 2012, which is good. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a good choice. <clears throat> and and that showed up on a lot of the bloggers' um, list too. All right. So are you holding getting... out on me? I'm sure I am. Yes. <laughs> All on right. what? Well, I'm, no, I'm looking at show notes here. Something that was added clearly after we did show prep. Uh oh. And you took uh, yesterday off. Something. So show prep. What did happen yesterday while you were having I, uh, breakfast took with your wife? Off. Hang on. I have a day off that I've taken now three times since I've taken the new position as buyer and general manager. I've taken three days off, all on my day off. The day off is just a recommendation if you choose to take it. <laughs> and then you always find a way to mess something up or do something that I wouldn't have done, and then you, you come in and you go... I had a great meeting with Eric Hansen. You don't even have Hammer the decency. And yesterday. Great meeting. Yeah? Oh, my God. Yeah. He was showing how... I didn't get a call. I didn't get a text. Hey, Eric Hansen's here. Come you, say you hi. You missed it. And he taught us how to display stuff properly. Wow. In the big walk-in humidor. Really? Because he de- deals with a lot of liquor, liquor companies, yeah. big giant yeah, liquor stores and so stuff. So we're going to start putting whole bottles psychology and science. of hammer and sickle it vodka is. right in there. You are? No. no. Oh. But that, that's how, where I thought the recommendation was going to no, go. No, it wasn't. But, but he showed <laughs> us how to stack things and how to show <clears throat> things in different ways and where and why and the psychology that goes beyond it. When you go into a store, a real high-end um, you know, store that has lots of inventory, there's reasons why things are put in certain places. Sure. So we're going to test and, and 
This is the fun. This part. is the I fun part. Yeah. Have you already nice. started making these changes? No, not yet. Well, we, we a do little, a clean up right a now. A little tiny bit. A little tiny bit. I couldn't help myself, but yeah. Did you do some? I of started things? making some stuff. Like, okay, because I shared with him some of the things, but I don't tell him everything because he doesn't. He holds out. Yeah. Like, like item number one after the break was supposed to be this thing. Some little birdie told you. Little birdie then, told me. Little birdie told me. XM Serious Radio is interested in the Cigar Authority. How I'm not surprised. Like that? I'm not surprised. Now, here's something interesting. Two years ago, I wanted to just pitch them on the idea of picking us up. And what better than pitching them is them coming to us yeah, and say we're interested. You can't totally. find anything online about how to get them to take on your show. I looked everywhere. I Googled it. I called people. Nothing. And then they this find is us. This, this is, is better. way better. But The question was, were we willing to give up the, the stations that we have now? And my answer was absolutely not. So it could be a negative thing. No, I think they can do it all. XM, come on. If you're listening. Opie and Anthony did it. Yeah. They can do it all. So <clears throat> it could happen. Howard Stern gave up. Of course it up. could happen. Howard Stern gave up his radio gig. Yeah. For a billion dollars or something <laughs> like that. Hey, listen. If they come to the table with a billion dollars, the answer is yes. No. I'm not giving up the stations we <laughs> have. So they full of there. it. You are so full of it. No. You've got a price, and it's a billion XM Radio, a billion dollars. I'll kill him. I will put him out. Don't don't worry. Misery. I think they're offering a billion. Whatever the lowest rate they can possibly pay us. What is it? Four thirty an hour. So <laughs> it's, it's not what a billion it, with a B. No. Okay. I'm sure, it's not. Uh, but it's a dollar with a D. It would be not, it would be nice to have you know. Be oh, out there, absolutely. Right? It'd be a little clout. Maybe we'd get another advertiser or two. You know what? They would uh, they would get me as a customer because I'd buy XM. Oh, you don't even have it? No. Oh, I just wow. Use regular radio. I have XM. I've had it from, from day one. Um, so anyway, that that's good news. Maybe it's good news that they're interested. Whether yeah, hey. whether it happens or not, it's like the Academy Awards. It's nice to be nominated. <laughs> right. Uh, Anheuser-Busch The brewer is launching a new beer Budweiser Black Crown uh, During the February 3rd Super Bowl The beer, a golden amber Goes on sale January 21st Find it and drink it On the Super Bowls with a saying Um, Very, very interesting Uh, Also at the same time The world's biggest seller of hamburgers Is expanding to test and add chicken wings To the menu the Mighty Wings offering will be tested in Chicago this week and ready for the Super Bowl. They are going after Kentucky Fried Chicken and Popeyes in the worst way with that. They're just going, they want to be the super chain, the place where you can get everything. How long does it last? I would say it doesn't make it at all. doesn't even make it. You know what would be awesome is if you could get English muffin pizzas somewhere. <laughs> Like, if you could go to the drive-thru, I'll take 12 English muffin pizzas, please, and they come out as fast food. I'm a big fan of the English muffin pizza. It is my favorite food. Yeah. <laughs> it is my favorite food. A little slice of American cheese. A sharp American. American cheese? No. Sharp American mozzarella. if you can get it. Mozzarella. Get out of here. It's English muffin pizza. It's what you have left over in the fridge. You just grab a slice of cheese, a little sauce, boom, in the toaster oven. You watch the cheese get all blub, blub, blubby. Oh. You're starting to eat like a fat guy. Shut up. You're starting to eat like a fat guy. Started karate again. I'm getting back into shape. Yeah? Yeah. At 35 years old, it is so difficult for me to kick head high right now. I used to be able to launch kicks. I could have kicked Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in the chin back in the day. Jackie Chan can. Still. Bruce Lee. No, Jackie Chan. No, Bruce Lee was the one who did. But he can't anymore. But Jackie Chan's not tall enough to have kicked Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. 
physically not Kareem possible. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar probably shrunk a little over the days. He might have. I don't know if he, I don't know if he shrunk it. a full foot. Yeah. But you shrink when you get older. You do. What's going to happen to me? I'm five foot five, and I lie. Son, <laughs> I lie. That's awesome. We're gonna have to start measuring you in width. I think. That's it. <clears throat> I go by weight. It was the best way to go. <laughs> I well, like there's the way you can hit a new I'm goal like every year. I'm like seven foot four, and I'm perfectly <laughs> in weight. My weight is perfect if I was seven four. That is so funny. But uh, it isn't funny. It's All right. So is Monopoly adding cigars to their repertoire? Is that why you picked this? Because it, it really has nothing to do with cigars. Now Rob's going to be extra pissed. It has nothing to do with cigars, but it's very interesting to me. Monopoly rolls the dice and changes the long-time tokens. So you know the little tokens that are on uh, you got on the car, the you got thimble, which no one wanted to be the thimble. The, yeah. The wheelbarrow, which was like number two. You didn't really want to be the wheelbarrow. The iron. Battleship. The dog. The dog. The dog had a name. The dog has a name. Do you know the name of the dog in the little Monopoly thing? I'm going to go with Wolfie for a thousand. Wolfie for a thousand is wrong, Chuck. You got a name of the little dog. Skeeter. Skeeter, no. The... I didn't know he had a name, but he does. Skip? Skip. That's a good one, no. Cracker Jacks, no. It's uh, Scotty. Scotty. We had the S. Ah, we had the S. Yes. It's a little Scottish Terrier. All right. Uh, so you got Scotty the dog. You got the iron. You got the racing car. I always liked the racing car. Yeah, I always wanted the, to be the car. The wheelbarrow, <laughs> the shoe, the top hat, the thimble, and the battleship. So they want to get rid of a bunch of those. and they have A bunch? A new... They have five. There's no way to get rid of a bunch, but... Well, they're getting rid of they're getting rid of at least one because they're having a little contest on it. So they want to get rid of one and they want to add one at least. And the ones they want to add is the robot, a toy robot, a helicopter, a cat, a guitar, and a diamond ring. So this is going to go to vote. So I'm going to guess that the cat is going to win because Ugh. there's a lot of cat lovers, right? You got the dog and the cat, which is going to make sense. Uh, diamond ring, eh, if the girls are playing, maybe they want the diamond ring. You got a guitar for the cool cool guys, want the guitar. Helicopter, toy robot, I don't know about either of those, but what? which one goes? And nobody wants a thimble, right? Yeah, but you can't the get iron rid of the, the thimble. The iron and the thimble, nobody wants it no. because... I can see the iron going, the thimbles. He thinks it's the iron. How about a cigar? Put a cigar in. And the, and the kid would want the little cigar. They would never allow that no to happen, right? Not for a kid's game. Well, All right. We're, we're up against the break anyway. Figure out what, what to get rid of and what to add in the Monopoly game. When we come back, Retailer's Trade Show may be opening itself up to you, the consumer. What do I feel about it? You ain't going to like it, and I'm going to tell you when we come back. Gentleman Chuck Morrison will be back and teach us how to step it up. That and lots more. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. This is Rocky Patel from Rocky Patel Premium Cigars, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. 
This is David Garofalo of Two Guys Smoke Shop, and we're proud to say Two Guys is the largest family-owned cigar retailer in America. I've been there many times before, David. It's true. It is stogie heaven. Two Guys has three locations, all conveniently located off Exit 1 and all right over the Taxachusetts border in New Hampshire. Take Route 93 to Salem, Route 95 to Seabrook, or Route 3 to Nashua, because for cigars, every highway leads to Two Guys Smoke Shop. Two Guys Rock. There's no cigar tax or sales tax in New Hampshire, and coincidentally, we have built three glorious cigar shops right over the border. Coincidentally, huh? It's no accident, and just one of the reasons Two Guys is the largest cigar retailer in America. Two Guys Rock. Two Guys Rock. With a billion choices, it's Another reason could be our cigar selection. Again, the biggest and best, I'm proud to say. Make the pilgrimage to Two Guys Smoke Shop in tax-free Salem, Nashua, or Seabrook, New Hampshire. Or find them on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. It's stogie heaven. You like Robusto, I'll take a Toro. You like Oscuro, I'll take Maduro. You like Perfecto, I'll take Torpedo. Sit back, relax, it's Two Guys time. Two Okay, people, we've just been awarded the Brickhouse Ad Account. Now, this cigar was named Best Bargain Cigar of 2009 by Cigar Aficionado, got a 91 rating, plus it's the hottest cigar on the market. So, we need an award-winning slogan. He's a brick. How? What about, it's not your grandfather's cigar? Ah, it's been done. Next. How about good to the last draw? Come on, something original, people. You deserve a brick today? Now, who are you? Do you even work here? Excuse me, sir. Am I to understand that every Brickhouse cigar is built with all the flavor and quality of the premium cigars of yesteryear? Yesteryear? Really? That's right, Bixby. But yet yeah, costs around five bucks each. Indeed. Well, sir, people don't really need a slogan. They don't? No, sir. Then what do they need? Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Five bucks and a comfortable chair, genius! Meet the perfect cigar to share with friends. Brickhouse by J.C. Newman. Handmade in Nicaragua with a fine Havana Subido wrapper. Brickhouse starts out earthy and crisp and burns well-rounded and smooth. Nothing stands the test of a good time like a Brickhouse. For more, visit BrickhouseCigars.com. All right, listen up. If you've been feeling stuck in life, unmotivated, procrastinating, and just flat-out frustrated with the same old results and routines, consider this your wake-up call. The fact of the matter is you control your destiny, not your boss, your company, the government, or anyone else outside of yourself. With responsibility comes power. My name is Chuck Morrison, owner and founder of MakingMountainsMove.com. Since 2009, I've been helping ordinary people from around the globe achieve extraordinary results. Authors, app developers, business owners, speakers, trainers, coaches, all just ordinary people until they plugged into the Triple M movement. Now it's your turn. This is about unleashing your legacy. If you've ever had that calling, that burning desire to raise your game and start living life at a higher level, the wait is finally over. End the frustration. Crush the procrastination. Say goodbye to fear, doubt, and worry forever. Check out the fastest growing movement inside the personal development industry. Check out Making Mountains Move.
In a world where the success of a cigar brand is recognized by its flavor, comes two that go head-to-head. One man smoking two cigars at the same time. Two rappers united in name, but separated by taste. One cigar known as the natural. The natural is no lightweight. It boasts full flavor and taste. The United Cigar Natural. Now comes the Maduro. Darker and even more bolder. With in-your-face flavor. United Cigar. Nothing could prepare you for what awaits you in the box. Both box-pressed. Both 65 million years in the making. Uh, that may be wrong. Well, I'm going with it anyway. Action. Adventure. And bromance. That's right. Bromance. United Cigar. Available in natural or Maduro. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailer shops nationwide. Rated D for delicious. Under 18, not admitted even with a parent. United Cigars. You don't have to choose. Smoke them both. Tom King at 2, Matt Peralt at 4, and Friday Night Lights High School Coverage. You're listening to New Hampshire's home for local sports talk. WGAM Manchester, WGHM Nashua. This is Sean Poza from J.C. Newman Cigar Company, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. This this is the Cigar Authority. Put that coffee down. Coffee's for closers only. The authority on everything cigar. Respect my authority! Who got the lighter? In and out of the cigar industry with your hosts, David Garofalo. I'm here from downtown. I'm here from Mitch and Murray. And I'm here on a mission of mercy. Mr. Jonathan. He's confident, smart, witty, dynamic, a monster. And Chuck Morrison. This is a hard job, so I was working at McDonald's. It's time to light him up. It's time for the Cigar Authority. It's the Catalina wine mixer. It's about to get all stupid up in here! And went, yeah. <laughs> and went back live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Nashua, New Hampshire. Uh, I thought there were two opens. There are. That one was the same as the first one. It was. Do they rotate them, or how does that work? That's Sean. He's back there. Oh, all right. Okay, I'm back uh, from the TAA, the Tobacconist Association of America's. I sit on the board of directors. Uh, I'm, I'm back from that. And uh, folks were uh, a little upset while... Uh, I was there. They were talking about uh, consumers coming to our uh, retailers' trade show. We'll talk about that and what I think about it. Uh, I am putting the coffee down, and I'm putting the loose cannon down. The, the 1206, great cigar, goes great with I'm the Cafe Sano. I am not putting the coffee down. No. But I'll be happy to move on. Anyway, welcome back, everybody. What do you got to say, Mr. Jonathan? I want to tell you, folks, that you are listening to the Cigar Authority. The United Cigar Retailers Radio Network is who hosts us. We are the only syndicated radio show in New England, the U.S., and the world, always broadcasting on location. We're the only radio show that allows smoking. We actually do smoke. We insist that you smoke along with us. The show's better if you smoke along with us. I'll tell always. you, I've been, I've been looking at some stats. Uh, our website guy, Tom, let me in on the Google Analytics. I saw some of that, yeah. We have doubled in the last month, and there's signs that We're we catching will on. double again in the next month. And we appreciate our loyal listeners. Uh, one of the best, one of the most uh, worth every penny. received emails that, that I get at Mr. J at thecigarauthority.com. If we go to Sirius Radio, people have to pay to listen to us. Right now, we're free. We're free. Know. Everything about us is free. And it's worth every penny. It's <laughs> you get a return on your investment. Right. Uh, tuning in at thecigarauthority.com does allow you to catch the video webcast and uh, chat along with us right on the box. You actually get to participate in the show live as we go on. Chuck monitors the chat box, I'd say 24-7, but we're not on 24-7. Right. 
for two there's full no hours. There's no monitoring for yourself, man. He monitors and he checks to see what people are saying and he lets us know if there's something yeah, interesting. They told us about the gumball rally, which was pre the um, cannonball, cannonball run. run. Very yep. interesting. So I'm going to have to check the gumball rally. Yep. There's a couple other ways you can catch the podcast. Uh, you can go right to thecigarauthority.com where you can get the podcast and the webcast with the videos when we have the pretty girls on. You want to see that? Yeah, you don't need to see that unless we have pretty girls. Correct. There's no need to see this. You can uh, see, catch us on iTunes where you can set it and forget it. And it goes right to your iDevices. All the way in India. All the way right. in India. Works everywhere. Goes everywhere. And uh, you can also... We're big in Canada. We're huge. We got like eight listeners. Right. Again. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually one of the, one of the stats where twenty five percent of our listenership is from Canada. Nice. Very I'm, interesting. I'm passing the cigar out, but I don't want you to light it. I want you to pre-taste it. Pre-taste. Uh, what else was I going to say? I don't oh, know. Cigarstation.com twice on Sundays from eleven to one and eleven to one. You should be listening to Cigarstation.com whenever you're near a computer because they've got great music. And on Sundays they play our show twice, so you can catch all the stuff you missed. It's action-packed. That's it. And you like music, and you know that their, their mixture of music is good, right? Good tunes. Good tunes. It's very good. Good tunes. In fact, I will listen sometimes when I need to find new music that, that I want to listen to. New I'll music listen. meaning from 10 years ago. Yeah, whatever it is. I, I'm, I'm into that. Good to him. I just yeah. went through Jackie Wilson's entire catalog on iTunes. Wow. I bought so much stuff. He was great. He was unbelievable. He was great. Unbelievable. So this is Debonair. This is uh, one of our sponsors. Be a gentleman. Be a gentleman. Be debonair. Be debonair. And uh, nice, nice cigar, high-end cigar. You're looking at a $13 cigar here. Um, it is uh, something... Phil says I'm debonair enough, by the way. You're not even close to no, this. He says enough. I am. Chuck is probably debonair enough. He's I the closest don't... to this group. But we all need improvement. He took his phone outside to take a call. That's right, because it would be debonair of him not to do that in front of other people. Yep, Plus, scary. he was talking about us behind our back, maybe. That's right. Who knows? So there you go. If people are gossiping to you, they're gossiping about you. Mm. There we go. So, taste it. Is Raisiny, it? orange, marmalade. Sweet as can be. Sweet as can be. Yeah. This is the sweetest tobacco. Fruit pectin or something in here. There's nothing added. I saw it. But this is sweet tobacco. Man, is this sweet tobacco. Yeah. Very well aged. Big bold band on it. You don't have to even light it to know that this thing, you are smoking vintage tobacco. I don't know how they do it. I like this cigar so much without lighting it. This is one that I could keep in my mouth and walk around with, you know, without lighting the Bert cigar. Bert Sugar did that. Remember Bert, Bert yeah. Sugar? Yeah, yeah. You could, uh, could lots of places you couldn't smoke. Right. I don't go any place I can't smoke. <laughs> True story. Yeah. I pitched him on an idea for a, uh, I wanted to throw what's called a little big party. Yeah. Early, early on meeting David, and so I wanted Two Guys Smoke Shop to be at the party, and I was throwing this Christmas party for small businesses. You could come in, buy a table, and your business gets to sit there, and you get to have the benefits of a large party, the price of a large party, because you're paying per plate, and had it all set up, and the and deal... And I said yes. He said yes, and then the <clears throat> deal fell apart when you couldn't smoke in the place... It was it's a bit, It's a deal breaker. It's a deal it was breaker. a deal breaker. I why, was heartbroken. Why would my retail store having a party from all my uh, employees and yeah. you can't smoke? And I, I tried pitching them and saying, you, you can't just not smoke for one day? Nope. Absolutely not. I could. I choose not to. <laughs> Here I am talking with, with the cigar in my mouth and, and lighting and whatever, but what are you going to do? Part of the show. It is part of the show. It's part of our charm. Now, you may not hear that on other shows, but that's because they ain't smoking cigars. 
Debonair. They, they might say, okay, we're lighting up a cigar now, but they're not lighting up a cigar now. We're the only ones lighting up a cigar now. And you look I, at and some I, of the posts on Facebook. I want to see them copy us. I want them to do it. Do There's, it. The, you'll see Light pictures. Up. Look for ashtrays. You'll yeah. see pictures of other radio shows, and they've got their setup there, and they're in the station. I don't care if they've been doing it for 15 years. You haven't lit one cigar up in 15 years. they got it's the a, cigar, a cigar in their hand. Cigar radio no show? You've got to have cigars. They have cooking shows that are on TV that they don't cook. It looks like they're adding the stuff in and stuff, and the, the, the burners don't... Don't light up. They don't cook. What do you mean? Like they open the oven and the yeah, yeah, made. it's yeah. already done. There's yeah. a turkey in the other end. They well, stick it in I'll one tell you, pull Emeril Lagasse will make stuff. I love his show, by the way, and he'll make stuff and you know he'll show you the end product. But you can see the fire there. He's flipping the thing. He's and really cooking. Catches yeah. on fire. He's really cooking. He says bam, and he adds more you know what, cayenne you know pepper. What it is? Here's the difference. If you actually do it, you're an authority. There That's you it. go. That's it. So I, I am the cigar authority. I sit on board of directors. Uh, of the IPCPR I did for three years. I sit in the board of directors of the Backness Association. I was with the Cigar Association of America, the only retailer in the country, retailer, that was in the CAA, Cigar Association of America. Very, very high-end, expensive thing to do, but I want to involve everything I can possibly get into this industry. I've been doing it for 27 years. With uh, You're not just a cigar smoker, David. You are a cigar geek. I'm, I am. You take am. it to a level that most people could I, I, only dream of. Or actually, it would be it. a nightmare. It would I, be a nightmare I love cigars. I love everything about it. That's why I do a radio show, and I can't talk enough about it. I want to. I want to be with the people. I, you know, they, they're uh, selling them cigars over there. I want to see what they're doing. What are they buying? Why are they buying it? Well, I love right it. now they're buying it because it's two dollars and twenty-two cents. Really, that's the reason. But. Um, Sitting on the boards, wanting to improve our industry, seeing what's happening to brick-and-mortar stores, not just brick-and-mortar stores in the cigar industry, but brick-and-mortar stores in the whole country. Mom and pops are getting really, really clobbered by some big, giant, big box Internet people out there, that, uh, big conglomerates and stuff, and it's, it's hurting the, the brick-and-mortar retailer. Uh, really, really tough. People Part of it is the fault of the internet where things are so accessible by the click of a button you can buy a TV on your phone if you want you could be in Best Buy for example looking at the TV and find that TV cheaper online part of that is, is, the, is the fault of that predatory pricing another part of it is the customer service in these brick and mortar shops they need is work. terrible absolutely you, you, if you absolutely. have time to stand there and scan that TV URL and, and find it online and buy it online, then that means the customer service at that shop was bad enough. No one came over to greet you and find out if they could help you. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, there's, there's no doubt about customer service stinks. You know, I see it every, every day elsewhere. We try to improve it here every day we possibly can, and I'm sure there's tons of room for improvement of there us. There always is, but yeah. you're not going to be a customer of two guys and come in without getting at least a greeting and having someone ask if they can help you with something. You may be the kind of person I know I am. I don't want to be helped. I want to walk around and look and see if i got a question, I'll come find you, but it is nice knowing someone somewhere will ask if there's something they can do and to help And even if you know your stuff really good, Maybe you didn't know the new thing that came in or the, 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 uh, the old cigar that we may have bumped into or something yeah. and say, we smoked it again after years and said, wow, this is really good. I you know, I had this. Yeah. yeah. You know, or, or, you know, geez, I noticed you smoked this. I don't care what kind of cigar you smoke. If you come in here and buy cigars, that's all that matters. But I want to help you enjoy this, uh, the ambiance and the, the whole thing that happens. I want you to enjoy it even more than that. 
take a look at this. Don't even buy it today, but let me show it to you. Let me explain this to you. Maybe next time you'll try it and help you along. If you go to a wine shop and the guy's really good on there and says, listen, we just got in the new such and such, he doesn't care either. You're coming in to buy a bottle of wine, it doesn't matter which one you buy, but let me show you this just to make the experience even better, whatever you're going to end up uh, having. So brick-and-mortar stores, man, step it up, get better customer service, um, win the customer to the best you can. Customer's the reason why you have a job, fool. Right. They are not an interruption of your day. They're the only reason why you showed up for work. That's the only reason why we came in today. You don't have any other work other than working with the customer. Right. That's it. So it's very, very important. But things are getting tough out there for the brick-and-mortar of things that um, in tax states that they're getting taxed and the, and the mail order guy can ship into the state and there's no tax. So he's at such a disadvantage when it comes to lots of things like that. And we get together at our annual trade show and we look at the new products and we hopefully uh, go to some seminars to improve our game and get us better at what we can to survive. So we have these trade show organizations, the Tobacconist Association of America, where we try to do that. And we have the big one, which is the IPCPR, International Premium Cigar and Pipe Retailers. I'll say retailers. that again. International Premium Cigar and Pipe Retailers. This is a, a big trade show. About 4,000 of us get together all around the world, and we go there. We look at new products. We meet the manufacturers. We test things. We try things. We maybe uh, learn a few things while we're there, hopefully, uh, and get ready. And at those trade shows, they share the information of the pricing and when's it coming out and all this thing that you can get so you can gear up and you can be a great retailer. Well, this year... I got a letter from the IPCPR, in an effort to raise funds for our continuing and ever more expensive legislative battles, which is true, the, this trade show organization fights the legislation to, and, and you know, I want to say they do a good job because they do work very hard, but we are the highest taxed industry, so it's actually a bad job because we're taxed like crazy. Yeah. Nobody's taxed as high as us. It certainly could be higher, so... It can always be worse. It can always be worse. But I think, we I don't think, know what the battle is 100%. Yeah. But um, the IPCPR Board Trade Show Committee, which I actually was the head of for three years up until last year. So yeah. I'm off. I was the head of this organization in this part of this, this committee. Can you not be the head for so long? Like there's, there's Three rules? years. That's it. Three years and I had to be out. Uh, is planning two events this year to take place in the 2013 annual trade show in Las Vegas. Once again, it is the International Premium Cigar Pipe Retailers Trade Show. The first event under consideration is a Consumer's Day that will take place on the last half day of the show. The last day of the show is a half a day. And I'll tell you, I run around and I can make some awesome deals on that last half day. This is it. They're wrapping it up. They're closing it up. But they're, they, they're planning on opening it up to the consumers. And I know 99% of the people listening to the show are the consumers. And they say, oh, great, I get to go. And this is the negative thing you'll, you'll hear against me, that I'm actually against it. I'm, I'm dead set against this thing. Uh, and the reason is they're doing this to make money. And they, the goal is at this event is to raise $100,000 for a good cause, legislative efforts. So they want $100,000. So what I did to them this year is I gave them $10,000. Now, 
Now find nine other people to give you $10,000 and keep the consumer out of the retailer's trade show where I am trying to conduct business. It's only three days long. I wait all year to do this, and three days isn't enough. You're going to come with me this year and Absolutely. see. Three days is not enough time for me. I have to buy millions of dollars worth of cigars. I have to meet every single manufacturer, including ones I don't do business with, including the ones I do do business with, to keep that relationship going and, and see every single person I can. Now they're going to open it up to my customers. And they're going to give cigars to my customers. They're going to charge them $100,000, and then they're going to give them lots of cigars. I want to sell cigars to my customers. That's what I'm here for. Has and I don't want... It says right now under consideration. So I'm saying this on the show uh, that I don't want it. I'm, 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 I'm saying it openly right now to let them know. I wrote them a letter already. You know, I was on top of it right away. Uh, and I said it at my meeting uh, there. I was just surprised that so many retailers would say I'm okay with it and so many manufacturers that said I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it? This is the only reason why we're doing this. The only reason why we're going to the trade show is to gather this information, get ready so we can sell to our customer, inviting my customers in. And this year's trade show was in Las Vegas. So a consumer going to Las Vegas, getting a whole bunch of cigars for a great deal, it's a great deal. And I don't want to take anything away from the consumer. And I, I want them to have great deals and everything, but not at the expense of me conducting business. Yeah. Um, you, you have Cigar Aficionado magazine who holds a big smoke. When they do, and they used to do a big smoke in Boston. When they do a big smoke, when they did a big smoke in Boston, let me tell you, thousands of people would churn out, get lots and lots of cigars, and the retailer would slow down during that thing. And the person who would make the money was Cigar Aficionado. And you know what? It's not my, Cigar Aficionado is not my trade show organization. What they do, they, at that point, they're competition to me. I understand they're competition to me, and I can, at that point, choose or not to choose to carry their product or whatever. But my organization is my organization. Right. And they, they're supposed to work for us, not against us. Yeah. It's working against us. Correct. And if you need money that bad, ask 10 retailers to give you $10,000. I gave you mine. Get nine more. If that's, the whole thing is, is about money. You know, it's, it, it's really going to end up hurting me as a retailer. It's going to hurt everybody as a retailer. And what, right now what we have going on here is some of our suppliers, some of the manufacturers out there that make these products have decided to buy some of the biggest mail order companies that are out there. So they're going to get out there and they're going to collect the names and addresses of the consumer and you're going to end up getting their discount catalogs and things like that and, you know, it's, it's, it's another nail in our coffin as retailers. You cannot launch a new brand in a mail-order catalog and have it be successful. Absolutely. The brick-and-mortar stores, the only way to get a brand over $5 out to the public is in a brick-and-mortar retail shop. Mm -hmm. It is the only way. There is no other way. Yep. Because people that buy online are looking for the deal, yep. and they're not going to spend... They're not going to spend the money. There's no, there's no reason to. Then you've got some good, good companies out there, like Debonair we're smoking now. It is not available uh, out on discount catalogs or anything like that. They're not going to do it. Loose Cannon, even though it's a low-priced cigar, is not going to go into, into those things. They are a brick-and-mortar uh, brand. They're, they're for the brick-and-mortar store, and they realize um, that 
that, that's who's going to end up launching them. The problem that ends up happening is one of these guys, their brands end up getting big. Let's take CAO, for instance. Mom and Pop, CAO brand. That uh, Those guys did a great job. They marketed the hell out of themselves. They did a great job. They sold out. And they sold out to a big conglomerate, and the brand is dead now hmm. because the brick-and-mortar stores backed off of it because they couldn't compete with the very company that supplied them. It's predatory pricing. That's it. So um, the second event under consideration is a roast. It'll be an elaborate event that'll take place at night, and they'll roast one of the big cigar manufacturers, and it'll be all the consumers that'll be there and the retail, retail store owners if they want to be. Listen, you as a retailer, if you're listening, you don't want me in the same room as your customers. I promise you, you don't want me there because I'm very, very aggressive. I'll hand them my business cards. I'll say, when you come into the area, come here, come to the store, see what it is. If it's any local competitor, once I got you, I'm never letting you go. I'm going to wine and dine you. I'm going to treat you like the customer you are. Hang on to you. Very, very important to me, a customer. There's nothing more valuable than the customer, and second to the customer itself is his name and address. I don't want you to have my customers' names and addresses either. You don't want me to have yours. Believe me, you don't. And when you take these big conglomerates, you don't want it. And if you don't know it, believe me. Have you made that point? <laughs> Has I, I he could, made that point? I can't. I this will be probably straight. be the tenth time he's making the point. Yeah. Uh, in two days. So, I, hey, listen. We got a radio show. I got the option to say it. I'm, I'm done. You saying, gotta say it. Yeah. I, I, I have to say it, and I'm, I'm sure it's unpopular to the, the person listening to the show. Come on, let us in there. Uh, I don't. Uh, you don't belong there. You know, you belong in my store, you belong, you know, I'll, I'll do anything and everything I can, but please, can I have three days to conduct my business so that I can conduct it the rest of the year on? I just need three days a year. That's all I'm asking for, three days it's a year. It's a short-sighted thing to go in. Nothing in life is free. You pay the however much they're going to charge you to go in, you get your quote-unquote free cigars that you've now probably overpaid for at that point, and you think you got a deal. The answer is, the deal is, keep the brick-and-mortar stores alive. That's it. Let us do our thing and come in and get the greatest selection of cigars that you can possibly get. And I try standing on my soapbox and try to get it in the minds of the other retailers so they understand, too. They don't know what they don't know. They don't realize what the end game is going to be, and it's not good. Imagine having no place to smoke cigars because the brick-and-mortar store went out of business. That's what's going to end up happening. There's no, no is, place. This is the last, the last hurrah right yeah. now. Yeah. We're here in New England. It's 30 degrees outside. The, uh, the store's full of people. And if there was no place to end up smoking cigars, if we were out of business, where are you going to go? To, to the to smaller guy down the street with less of a place for him that he's barely hanging on to. What's going on here at, uh, at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Nashua and all Two Guys Smoke Shop locations right now is a clean-out of inventory. We're cleaning out inventory of brands that we cannot compete with or brands that are not selling well anymore or brands we have to get rid of to bring on things like Debonair and Loose Cannon into the store. There's no room. So one, of our, one of our stores, the, the store in Seabrook, had to keep their cigars out and then put them in the humidor every single night because there isn't room in their cabinets to be able to hold them all, and this helps us make room so we can put cigars in, and when someone comes out with the latest and greatest, we can now say yes and take it in, yeah. and you, the consumer, get to benefit from all the new stuff that's coming in because right now there isn't room. And if, it, if that latest and greatest fits the criteria of how we as a brick-and-mortar retailer, and believe me, we have mail order. We sell mail order too. We'd be crazy not to. If we have a customer that moved away... And he loved doing business with us. He can still do business with us and buy online from us or buy through our catalog or call us up or do whatever. We do whatever we can to hang on to a customer. But uh, uh, we're not 
going out there trying to hurt somebody in a high-tax state like New York, for instance, 75% yeah. tax, and aggressively trying to hurt a brick-and-mortar store. There's the, the, a mom and pop just trying to survive. They're just trying to survive. Put their kids through college. So I urge you to buy from your, your local brick-and-mortar store, please, and don't buy from us. If it's my customer that's here and he moves away, I want to hang on to him. When we moved out of Massachusetts, we fought a tobacco tax in Massachusetts, closed three stores. I not only closed the three stores and moved and opened a store in New Hampshire, but I took my customers with me. They were my customers. Yeah. So that's what I continue to and do. A, and a credit to Two Guys Smoke Shop, even back then. The customer service was at a level where people wanted to be here. And this Hopefully. Is what, this is what the hope is. Is there room for improvement? Absolutely is. We had a manager's meeting. We yeah. went over things. We're going to improve. We, we are going to improve. Tried to talk you into firing me. I don't know why you didn't. But, well, we'll see. There's still time for that. <laughs> there is still time. There's still time. Oh, man. So, anyway, I'll, I'll get off my soapbox. And uh, I, I'm sure it didn't go very popular with uh, chat people or anything like that that I'm saying for them not to be there. But I'm being honest with you. Uh, it may come up that hey, two guys were saying he doesn't want the, the consumers there. I don't. I don't. After it's over, I'll bring some samples back. Have a cigar with you. I'll give it to you for nothing. You want to have a cigar with me anytime. But just l let me take care of my three days alone. You're going to come with me, and you're going to see that you can't wait to go to bed at night after a long day of nonstop, and there's no way we can finish. You, after the first day, you'll see that we only went to three rows of, of 12. How the heck are we going to get through it all? And it's, okay, we're going to have to speed it up, but there's work to be done. There's work to be done, and uh, having the place full of my customers or other people's customers it's not going to gum up the works. It's, it is. It's going to gum it up. So I urge the IPCPR, if you're listening, uh, please reconsider. Uh, not a good idea. Not a good idea. It, it, it's going to make things worse. And the idea of the International Premium Cigar and Pipe Retailers is to make it better and easier for us. Yeah. Make us uh, so that we can stay in business and uh, more people will join. By more people joining, you can raise more money. Raise the dues. Raise our dues. They would have to raise the dues $200 more for everybody, and then we would have the money. Just like the government, right? You could raise everybody $200, and then there's your $100,000. Or you could ask 10 rich people right. for $10,000 if that's what you want to do, which is what the government's uh, apparently doing right now. I think it's very, very unfair, but hey, if you want to consider me one of them, I'm in. Or you could have a bailout instead of giving it to a, uh, to a business or organization. You could give it back to the taxpayers, back to the people. Just saying. Yeah. By the way, uh, your, your soapbox rant, very popular. Very popular. Very well wow. received on the chat box. All right. I didn't see I, that coming. Yep. No. Actually, no. <laughs> these are the comments. I agree with Dave on this one. Great point, Dave. You're right. Uh, soapbox, soapbox popular with me. Okay. Yep. Here we go. Believe me, there's, there's nothing personal. Don't take it personally. I, I love the consumer. Uh, it's the only reason why I come to work every day. Um, every day. Every day. I took yesterday off. Uh, but I just need three days. Just let me have my three days to, to, to get more stuff and, and work the deals and, and the promotions the best I can. Because it benefits I, the consumer. That's it. If I buy right, I'm able to do stuff that I'm doing today and, and give back. That's the type of thing it is anyway. So that's all I got on that. And uh, So swing by because we still have some cigars left. $2.22. Yeah. This is not the cheap stuff. This is name brand stuff in, in lines that... Certain stuff will say, in the case, Cigar Aficionado was all about Bellicosos this year. Bellicosos don't really sell, and there's a lot of Bellicosos with great fans on them. 
you can come down and get yourself some awesome cigars yeah. at a and, deal. And, you know, sometimes it's not we're getting rid of a whole brand, a whole line of brands. We're getting rid of a size. Yeah. It's one extra spot we get. So if we did this to 20 different cigars and got rid of their Bellicoso, which is the slowest mover, or their Lancero that's a slow mover for us, it frees up 20 more spots, 20 more spots. Okay, bring in. There's three sizes of debonair. We can add the three sizes. You've got uh, three or four sizes of... Um, I think it's five sizes. Five sizes of loose cannon. Boom. We Mike Busano's your boy, so we have them all already. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you like the free coffee? Hey, I don't complain. All right, so he gives you the free coffee. You take care of him and take all, all five sizes of... Uh, and listen, they've been on the chopping block before. When it comes to, we run it for a year, and we see that one particular size doesn't sell, maybe it ends up over there, maybe not. You know, so that's the way it goes. So anyway, let's take a break. Uh, when we come back, uh, what do we got? We have uh, the next uh, new foods are out. We've been talking about this. I got new foods, the best new inventions. Uh, we're live here from Two Guys Smoke Shop. Also, a gentleman, Chuck Morris. Chuck Morris. We got to. Okay, we got to get you on there. So you're listening to the Cigar Authority live at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Nashville, New Hampshire, on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. From travelingstogie.com, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Cigar smokers, how about if we go over a few cigar store sounds? Can you guess what this is? Oh, yeah. You think you got it? Okay, do you know what this is? Now for the cigar. What do you think of this cigar? I'm lighting up a Lagiana Havana cigar. The Lagiana Havana natural cigars are, oh yeah, so smooth. And oh yeah, the Maduro version is a bit beefed up. But oh yeah, they're delicious too. When asked what my favorite cigar is, I always say it's Lagiana Havana. Oh yeah. In 1962, the U.S. signed the embargo, pronouncing all Cuban products illegal and un-American. For almost 50 years, the U.S. was without a comparable substitute. In 2011, the Cigar Agency releases Ortsak Bulletproof 1962, a Dominican handmade cigar designed to go head-to-head against Castro and his infamous cigars. Today, the Cigar Agency commissioned Hendrik Keltner's A-Team to bring you Ortsak Bulletproof. In the cigar world, the forbidden fruit is Castro's Cuban cigars. The fact is, the moment you light your first Cuban cigar is the moment you've been had. If you're looking for a cigar that delivers construction, draw and price, maybe this time you should try an Ortsak Bulletproof. With the introduction of Ortsak, everything Castro is now backwards. Ortsak is Castro spelled backwards. Ortsak is what you expect a good Cuban cigar to taste like. Only better. It is the cigar of the year. The new Ortsak Bulletproof 1962. Reigniting passion in the world of premium cigars and redefining who we are as cigar smokers and Americans. Castro hates Ortsak, but you will love them. Hi, this is Jonathan. Jonathan, this is Losers Anonymous. Please, don't give out your full name. It's anonymous. What seems to be the problem? I just can't stop buying trashy cigars on the internet. I keep getting these offers for this crap, and I just can't stop buying it. My humidor is filled with this junk, and I can't even smoke it. That's insane. Why do you keep doing the same thing over and over and expect something different? It's the pictures. They look so good. But the cigars are always terrible. I guess they are seconds for a reason, huh? I guess so, Jonathan, but just stop the 
insanity. I can't. I just can't pass up a deal. It's no deal if the cigars are bad, is it? You're right, but... But nothing. You may not be a loser, Jonathan. You might just be stupid. But I have an option for you. It's cartel. Hey, I might be a loser. I may even be stupid. But I'm a law-abiding, cigar-smoking citizen. I'm not getting into anything that's illegal. No, Cartel isn't Cuban or anything illegal in any way. Cartel is an affordable cigar brand. It's something that competes with those closeout brands, but it's no closeout. It's a very affordable brand, Jonathan, out of Colombia, and it's a great everyday cigar for very little money. Don't be stupid. Smoke Cartel. Cartel cigars are handmade cigars out of Colombia for a little over a buck a stick. Don't be stupid. Don't be Jonathan. Smoke Cartel. He reads the dictionary just for fun. He finds the minutiae of tax preparation enthralling. Years ago, at an open mic night, he was paid just to leave. He is the only man to win a staring contest with the Statue of Liberty. He is so uninteresting to women, he was forced to open a cigar shop to sell to men. He's not even a legend in his own mind. He finds himself boring. His family barely pays attention to him, and his mother refers to him as, Hey you, he is David Garofalo, the least interesting man in the cigar world. Not since Zeno Davidoff has a cigar retailer had a brand named after him. The man himself may be a bore, but the cigar isn't. Garofalo is a premium handmade luxury cigar using U.S. shade wrapper and a blend of Nicaraguan fillers and binder. Complex and very interesting. Garofalo may be the most interesting cigar in the world. It once won a longest ash contest without even being lit. You don't light a Garofalo, it lights you. Its flavor expands on your palate faster than the universe. It has been said that this cigar would be phenomenal as a Maduro, except... It's perfect as it is. I always smoke cigars, and when I do, I prefer Garofalo. Keep smoking Garofalo, my friends. We're here asking people from all around the world what they think about Equilibrium cigars. Let's hear from cigar smokers on the golf course in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, what they think of the new Equilibrium cigars. Mm -hmm. How about outside this biker bar in Sturgis, South Dakota, what they think of the new well-balanced Equilibrium cigars. Next, let's see what race car drivers in Indianapolis, Indiana, think of the new, well-balanced and medium-bodied taste of Equilibrium brand cigars. Mm-hmm. Now, how about this mime troupe from New York City, New York? How about what a famous cigar-smoking movie star thinks of the new, medium-bodied, tasty, and well-balanced Equilibrium cigars? Smoke it once, and you'll be back. Mmm. How about this monster over here? What does he think of the new medium-bodied, tasty, and well-balanced Equilibrium cigars? Mm. You're incorrigible. Equilibrium cigars, a new, well-balanced, medium-bodied cigar that everyone can enjoy. Kendall from Twin Smoke Shop, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And we're back. Friends getting together, smoking cigars, drinking coffee. Who's better than us right now? Nobody. Nobody. 
And while you're enjoying life to its fullest, it's important to be a gentleman. Oh, yeah. And uh, Chuck Morrison is more gentleman than any of us here. All so, uh, put together. <laughs> so he'll tell us how to be a gentleman the debonair way. Here's Chuck Morrison. Gentleman's Way, brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. We're smoking a Debonair right now. Debonair Cigars provide its clients with suspension of reality. Time spent smoking a Debonair cannot be subtracted from one's life. Okay. Put that cell phone down. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Cell phones are for closers only. When speaking with others, in conversation, please, for the love of God, don't text or check your phone. It's rude, it's unprofessional. And it's un-American. And it's ungentleman. <laughs> Give your full attention, all right? All Absolutely. right? Absolutely. Please. I, you see it all the time. It's... Yeah. It's crazy. It's, it's worse than ever. It's rampant right now. There's, the amount of we're addicted to information is what I think it is. You, you, you have so much at your fingertips with your cell phone. It's a little computer. You can process now. We're getting close to being able to utilize our entire brain and what it's capable of, pulling that information down, and it's so addicting and so difficult to be focused on the person that's in front right. of you. Because how much information can they give you? The text goes above everything else. You could have a conversation. It's an important conversation. The text comes. It's like, stop. This goes first. Yes. Whatever it is. And it could be anything. Hey, how you doing? What's up? Or something. Da, 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 da. We're having a conversation here. Yeah. What do you, hello? Why does this precede that? Hello? Yeah. Crazy. No, next. <laughs> Ringtones. All right? Ringtones. We're adults. Okay? We're gentlemen. Seriously? Really? Seriously. The obnoxiousness. The cheesiness. Keep it clean. All right, just keep... Do you think TFB, Tom F. and Brady, would have that ringtone? <laughs> exactly. All right. Keep it I classy. Actually, I, I'm a big fan of this as my ringtone. Just throwing that out there. Like Sometimes I get a call from David, and that's <laughs> right. what it is. All right. That would fall into the category of... of annoying? Annoying, <laughs> unprofessional, ungentleman. Get yourself in trouble playing that. Yeah, yeah. Public places. Yes, you could. Public places. Really? Really? Subway? Airplane? Taxi? <laughs> you know what I don't like? I don't like the loud talker. Smoke shop? That's it. You know, do you think we all really need to hear your conversation? Do you think we all want... I was in Atlanta this week at a gentleman's club. Not a strip joint. A real <laughs> high-end gentleman's... Um, Liar. I, no. I, I wish I could think of the name of it anyway. I put it on my uh, Facebook while I was there. Beautiful place. Oak walls, and it was unbelievable. It had signs there, no cell phone use yeah. allowed. See? See? That's gentleman. There you go. And it was a real gentlemanly place. And it, 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 if you have to be on the phone, you know, lower your voice. Again, do you think we all want to hear the conversation? You saw what Chuck did today. I did. Yeah. I was impressed. He had, he had a call. Phone rings. It's a producer for the radio show, you know. Well, I, I think it outside. The, the place is crowded. People don't need to hear everything going on. I do have to say, with very few exceptions... Uh, I will get texts from employees with emergencies, yeah. and so I do have to respond to them, but you, you are completely right. This is the one place in my life where I, <coughs> I feel like Ch I could die. He's, He's, choking. <laughs> He's choking up, folks. I feel like I can, I can call myself a gentleman. I do take the phone into the other room. I prefer not to gum everybody up with my conversation. I, I am, I'm in a complete agreement with you, Chuck. I love it. Uh, movies, meetings, services, turn the flipping phone off. Yeah. All right. So you won't, if you turn it off, you don't even have to think about... Forget the vibrate, because what happens? It vibrates, now you're distracted. Yeah. Pay attention. Yeah. Just pay attention. Is it that difficult? 
It is I, difficult. I, I was at a board of directors meeting in Atlanta, and people, there's 13 of us, we got to, once a year we have this board of directors meeting, it lasts eight hours long, we got to cram everything we can in for a whole year, Yeah. and people were on the computers checking emails, all kinds of stuff, and I was watching around. I'm the only one that didn't bring a computer with me. Nice. Which kind of got me in trouble a little bit because I needed it for something. I should have brought it, but uh, there's a time it, and place it, for it. It was for non-distraction. Nor do do I get, and you know, I don't get emails on my phone or anything. Part of that's because you can't figure it out. I can't figure out exactly <laughs> why. Elevators, subways, plates, really, unless it's an emergency, kind of like what Mr. Johnson yeah, yeah. was talking about. Unless it's an emergency, minimize the conversation, or you know what? Text, text. You know. Yep. But that's a problem, too. Uh, the, the emergency thing is okay, but texting, hey, how you doing? Well, I'm in a yeah. meeting right now, blah, 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 blah. You just took it. Whatever I was saying of importance is somewhat taken and, away. And that's Something it, Dave. Your segue. That's, what a segue. The guy's a He's professional. A he is a genius. Important news, deliver it in person, or if you can't deliver it in person, over the phone. That's when you have the phone conversation if you're in one of these public environments. I'm so, worried uh, about the next generation isn't even going to be able to communi- communicate. Really communicate. Send a text to a girlfriend. Trash is dumped, and so are you. So you're saying that's out. That's uh, that's not the appropriate. It's not the way, way to go. It's not the way to go. It's not. Well, I'll tell you this. It's not gentlemanly. It is. I agree with you. I've, I've never broken up with anyone over a text. It's always been directly in person. You have been married for ten years. You didn't have text. Yeah. So why would you be breaking up with anybody? That wouldn't be gentlemanly you at all. There was texting when, when before I was married. Really? Yeah. You didn't know about okay. it. Okay. I've always been sort of a tech w- dog like that. I've always had the yeah. top of the line, whatever. So when texting came out, of course, I had to have it. W- wouldn't you rather speak to a person than text them? Speaking to somebody is difficult. Face-to-face communication is the hardest way to go about it. Difficult conversations. You, you, the adrenaline gets pumped. It is so much easier to send an email or a text. And so that's the that's I don't the, find that at all. I would so much rather say I'm a not saying I wouldn't rather. I, for my reputation's sake, I would rather have the face-to-face conversation, but it is more difficult, and you know it is. It would be pro- easier to send the email. Well, the problem is when you say something in text, it can be looked upon different ways. You've text things, and then somebody say, you were mad, you sent me this text. No, I wasn't mad at all because it comes across of... Interesting that you're saying that. I was involved in a Facebook conversation, a message that involved several people, yeah. and a girl wrote something in the uh, post and we all took it like what a Mrs. B she's like really going way over the top 20 minutes later she realizes what she had done and she put in I meant to type LOL so now you read laugh out loud at the end and you go oh that makes perfect sense she was joking but up until (laughs) then we were all it's so easy to get that can't get a good joke across on a text I don't think it doesn't come across right anyway and I mean the last point it's you don't have to make the point it's like you know when you're driving you know Use the hands-free. We all have it. If you have yeah. a smartphone nowadays, especially you know, when it comes with a hands-free device, use the flipping thing, all right? And number two is texting. Cut it out, especially when driving. Please. Yeah. Please, for all of our sakes. I use the, the Siri on my uh, iPhone. Use the Siri. That's talk a, right yeah. into it. Siri, I'd like to text David. So that's, the, that'll so that's it. it. Be a gentleman. That's what we're talking about here, right? It's all about improving ourselves. Maybe you caught yourself out. I, I actually do that. Yeah. Chance to improve. So be a gentleman. The gentleman's way brought to you by our good friends over at Devon Air Which Cigar we happen Rums. to be smoking right now. So uh, flavor profile. Uh, no. This is, uh, you hit it on the head, this is a very meaty smoke. What's Fatty meaty. The fat from, the, from a good oh, steak. The oh, good oh, oh, melty oh. fat. What's, what's interesting about Phil Zangi, who, who did the blending and, the, and the, the creation of the cigar, he is a scientist of sorts. And he approaches everything based on 
balancing out the palate. We had a conversation with him yeah. how, how he likes the flavors to come down and come across the tongue yeah, yeah. and really fill out the space of your mouth. This is how he approaches it, and I really think that he put... He's an artist, but he also... It, it, in fact, right on the card that comes in the debonair box, right at the top, it Look says... Look at the box. Beautiful box. Art, passion, science. He puts... He combines science and art, which is something that I'm on a tear on myself in swing dancing, teaching people how to be artistic and also be able to take in the science of it and balancing both sides of your brain. This He uses both sides of his brain to do his blending, and it comes out across the palate. You can taste the perfection of it. Wow. It's another different. level. It's a different taste. It's, you, I like to say this is like something else. But it isn't. It's not, yeah. It, it's uh, fatty, meaty, bold. Um, I would say towards the fuller end, medium to full, and but balanced. You, this is something that you, a mild smoker, can go to. Yeah, yeah, sure. After a meal and be fine because there's nothing aggressive about it. The, old, one the band is I a have, little aggressive. The band is a little <laughs> big, and so you smoke the cigar for half an hour. You got to take the band off. So, uh, not in, not overly expensive. Well, twelve ninety nine for the size we're smoking. When you took the band off, did you notice what's inside the band? They actually coated the cigar, the date that the cigar was made, inside the band, stamped, really? it, stamped inside. So this one I'm smoking now is when the cigar was banded, which was August 2012. A-G-O? I hope that's August. Uh, yeah. August 15, 2012 was when they banded it. Nice. So this is a brand new cigar out there. Uh, if you haven't seen it yet, um, it's not in a lot of places. It's working its way through. Um, it's no cheap date. It's uh, twelve ninety nine for the Robusto. Uh, well worth it. Very, very good cigar. Uh, and you know, packaging you is know Phil is a genius because when we pitched him on the idea of sponsoring our gentleman segment, he jumped all over it. He did. So Opportunity. Opportunity okay. is knocking and he said yes. Uh, Phil has been around the industry for a long, long time. Phil is the creator of Indian Tobacco Cigars. Okay. Indian Tobacco Cigars is what most people think Rocky Patel, Rocky Patel started Indian Tobacco. Uh, that is not true. Uh, Indian Tobacco was formed by Phil, who uh, owned Indian Tobacco, Indian Motorcycles. His family was Indian Motorcycles, so he put Indian Tobacco out. And, um, which is why you, you would be able to see on those old bands, they have pictures of the Indian motorcycles, which in and of itself is trademarked. You can't just throw that on right. wherever you want. That's how they were able to get away with it. So years into it, uh, Rocky Patel was in California at a, at a cigar bar, met Phil, and said, I'd like to invest. Rocky, being a, an attorney, a trademark attorney at the time, said, I'd like to uh, get in on this. Uh, you looking for any investors? And he said, sure. And Rocky became partners years later with Phil. Yeah. And... Um, it, it started getting really, really popular, and um, if you know both individuals and, and how they are, a uh, little oil and vinegar was happening, and Phil said, uh, listen, it ain't going to work with both of us. So one of us stays, one of us goes, who wants to buy the other guy out, let's stay friends. And um, Rocky said, you know what, I want to keep going with this thing. And um, Phil said okay, and sold him uh, his half of the company or whatever percentage was left. If you can imagine... Uh, now, I don't know how, how much your intensity goes out across the airwaves. People may or may not understand how intense you are in real life. You're an intense person. Then you've got a guy like Mike Cusano who comes out with a cigar basically named after himself, Loose Cannon. Yeah. Right? Now, if the two of you could magically have a baby, say, and, and, be, and put that baby on steroids, that's Phil Zangi. He is out of his mind. He's intense. Ultra intense. Nice. I mean, 
mind-blowing. Yeah. Two o'clock in the morning, and he's still going 1,000 miles a minute. I don't know how he sleeps. So here's the connection here, why these two are being smoked today together. Because Mike steps back into the industry and says, okay, I'm coming out loose cannon. Uh, talks with Phil, and Phil's ready to launch Debonair, and Phil lives in the Dominican Republic. Phil moved out of the United States after Indian Tobacco, moved to Honduras, learned from seed all the way through. I mean, became everything. a Honduran. Essentially, people right. were would associate him with Honduras. That the the, the natives took him into their house. Right. They thought that he was one of them. He did the debonair thing. He, he did. speaks he speaks fluent Honduran, As which is said. Spanish. But yeah. And um, now Mike, who there was no there was nobody better. Um, a distribution. As distribution. Nobody better. Uh, his distribution was second to none. I've seen them all. And he, his way with computers and uh, what he did. Statistician, you, this guy. When you would order cigars from them, you would get it two days later. Absolutely perfect every single time. It was down to a science. And um, Phil said, you know what? If I'm going to come out with my cigar and you're ready to launch yours, take the distribution. So the distribution goes to Cusano, to Mike Cusano, um, CNC. And Loose Cannon and Debonair have just crossed our paths now. And here is um, two awesome cigars in contention for Cigar of the Year 2013. Early on, and here they go. And uh, we're going to start opening uh, space up. That's what we're doing here at Two Guys in Nashua. All two guys for the next week. Uh, you come in, and we're getting rid of single cigars. And we save all the boxes for our big March Madness sale, and we get rid of them like a Band-Aid. <clears throat> Take it off. Rip it it's off. Over. It, it's over. Make the room and start the year off. And I, I have to say, knowing you from in behind the scenes and the conversations that we had, I begged you not to make the price two two two. You wanted the tie-in with Two Guys Smoke Shop. We're losing money on every single thing. Of course, it's a, it's ridiculous. And uh, as a general manager, I want us to make money. Hey, thanks all the time. to our customers. And you, thank you. That's to our exactly customers. what you said. That's it. And uh, and I I was like, really, you're that dedicated to it? Like for real? And you are. I have to. Well, I don't, you it. know, I don't like throwing compliments around. But and, and you did to, the right thing, and I guess. To look at, and, and I looked uh, um, on the videos, too, to see how the other stores are doing. Uh, the stores are packed uh, for January. It's this been is, nonstop. Yeah, so uh, I don't think it'll last a whole week. No? By the time. No? If, if, the, if the people continue, there's, there's a lot of cigars, but there isn't that many cigars to make if it, if it goes this way all week. Although yeah. this is Saturday. We have a... We have a little secret stock of singles back there yeah, yeah. that we you compiled. Have, you better have a big secret stock because <laughs> these people are buying 50 at a time. Well, I'll tell you, we, we came across some uh, some ashtrays, and anybody that doubles up on the deuce deal, yeah. you double up. You get 100 cigars, you get a free ashtray because you're going to need it. Okay. You're going to need it. You're going to need this right. So uh, anyway, uh, thanks to Debonair for, for being part of our show and, and being a sponsor. Thank you very much. Uh, boy, am I happy the cigar is good. Yeah. Wouldn't that stink if the cigar was lost? Well, we wouldn't have taken him on as a sponsor. Yeah, true. Um, we're expecting uh, lots of great new cigars this year, but we're also expecting lots of great new foods Love to come it. out. Well, so, believe it or not, they have new foods coming up. There are new foods. and Not just a chicken wing from McDonald's. Taking a, a, a card out of Phil Zangie's deck, the foods are going to be based in futuristic science. Number one. In vitro meat, does your hamburger actually have to come from a cow? Yes, uh, please. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, <laughs> scientists yes. and no. engineers have figured out a way to create meat for mass consumption from cultured cells. So, 
the, the scary thing is, what if they confuse the test tube where they're making uh, human liver for transplants and, and they... Liver, they, plenty of iron. It's good for you. It's probably better it than up, the hamburger. And I'm then they come, they, you start eating human liver by accident. Like the debacle with um, Taco Bell where they used corn that was for cattle only and got people sick because your body can't consume that type of thing, which makes me nervous then about eating meat from cows that are eating corn that's genetically modified that humans can't eat. Now it's going into the cow, and then what? This is why I became a vegetarian, all this crap. Luckily, we've got hormone-free stuff, and it's kind of self-policing because if word got out... You believe that. If word got out that the non-GMO stuff was really GMO stuff, the industry would be wiped out. This is why I think that that's they why the word the doesn't get out. That's why the word doesn't get out. But okay. the word always gets out. All right. <laughs> a fish called cabia. Could this be the next salmon? It's a sturdy saltwater species whose scientific name is blah blah blah. I'm not even going to try to read it. Yeah. It grows ten times faster than most fish, and it's uh, meaty. It's a meaty and white, along the lines of halibut. But it doesn't have a fishy taste. I don't know how they do pull that off. Do we need to speed up the food? Are we not growing food fast enough? Do we not have cows? I think science does things just for the sake of doing it to see if they can get away with it. And so this thing doesn't swim upstream? It doesn't uh, just it's test tube food? It's or the contender it? for the fish of the future. This is a new list we may have to come up with. <laughs> oh, what no, is the fish, fish of the future? The fish of the future. Number three, insects for dinner. Please no. Well, <laughs> mealworms, grasshoppers, and crickets are already in the foods that we eat. In fact, there's a food chain, and I don't want to get sued. There is a food chain that was sued because one of their customers had an allergy to mealworms and ate a burger from a particular food joint and got sick, sued the company, and lost because the judge said mealworms uh, fall under the guise of cultured beef, and this was in the 80s, so mealworms are an acceptable substitute for hamburger, I guess. So it's already happening. But the United Nations Food and Agriculture Organization held a meeting in Rome earlier this year to assess the potential of insects as food. And the question is, for Americans, can we overcome the yuck factor? Well, I never would have believed, what is that, the fish you eat, they wrap it around the rice and sushi. Sushi. I never would have thought it would have caught on. Oh, it's unbelievable. Would you have thought raw fish was going to catch on? When I was a kid, I thought it was going to be so disgusting. And I, my karate instructor, who I, I hold in very, very high regard, took me out for lunch and said, we're eating sushi. And with him, the answer is always yes. I just do what he says. Otherwise, it's push-ups. And so we went out for sushi. He got me sushi. It was unbelievable. I've been hooked ever since. Well, I wouldn't have thought that would have worked. So maybe grasshoppers and uh, crickets. Instead of crickets, when you talk, would be, uh, we'd, we'd eat, eat them. <laughs> How about weeds? Eating weeds. Ralph Waldo Emerson said that a weed is a plant whose virtues have never been discovered. Americans could fo- soon find themselves consuming weeds, mass quantities, surprising culinary, it's a surprising culinary potential. Weeds. Weeds would be, lettuce could be a weed, right? I guess. Yeah, uh, make pers- salad out of weeds. Purslane is the example seaweed. given in the article. Seaweed. It's a flavorful, uh, nutrient-packed something. Uh, it has six times the vitamins of spinach, this weed, purslane. So who knows? I would eat weeds. Yeah. How I'll, about I'll eat weeds. out of Africa and into your supermarket? Uh, you will soon be finding foods and spices from the Saharan Africa something in your strip malls. Uh, I'm not surprised. And in your quick service restaurants. It's the only, it's an untapped resource in the food world. There's not a whole lot of African cuisine 
available for mass consumption. That's because they, they notice how skinny they are. Yeah, there's not <laughs> this a lot of food. This could be the answer. This could African be the answer. cuisine. Eat mountain lions. They, they eat that skinny. mush. Don't they give them mush? They eat mush and stuff. I have no idea. You ever see the poor people? They give them mush. Rice or something. I don't know. I think it's called mush. M-U-S-H. Mush. <laughs> it's grown. Uh, Going with it anyway. How about Go food on. pills? That's happening. Straight out of the Jetsons. Yeah, that's happening already. A pill that can replace the nutrients found in food. How do you get past the gastro issues? You, you teach your body not to digest. There's big problems with that. Don't you guys that. just want to dig into a good old-fashioned steak? You know yes, what I mean? I do. Like, yeah. Yes, I do, and yes, I will. Yeah. Uh, Come I, on. I'm not, I, I haven't done the sushi thing yet. You know? I just can't do get past Do you eat uh, like shrimp or lobster or any no, fish? No. Wow. There's, uh, Bottom feeders. The last, the last one the is, ocean. would you eat a carrot that's not orange? So they're going to they're gonna change it so they, <laughs> they turn into different colors? Uh, the reason colored carrots are certain to take over Walmart is not because they look cool, although they do, uh, or even because they taste different. They don't. Instead, it's the potential for health benefits. Red carrots could be infused with lycopene, an antioxidant found in tomatoes. Yellow and orange ones would pack beta-carotene. Purple carrots would It'd get their cool color. It'd look cool on a plate. I get they couldn't make it look beautiful. Why mess with nature? That's my yeah, whole thing. Yeah, it's just bad news, man. N- never, ever has messing with nature ever, ever panned out. How about ever? If you got peppers that are green and red and yellow. That's natural. That's nature. You ne- can find that in nature, yeah. Hala- habanero peppers, for example, are red and orange and yellow. By but a regular bell pepper. they got them red, green, and yellow. You've got green, be- green bell peppers that have... Bits and pieces that are red and yellow, it's natural. Yeah. They just, they use selection, natural selection to isolate those out. There's not a whole lot of science that's been done for years and years. You find a crop that's a uh, strain that's a little resistant to... Uh, how about black tobacco wrappers? Ugh. You know it, they don't it's grow fake. that way. When they're when they jet black like that, there's something going on. That. Remember? Painting something yeah. on it. If you're ever wondering if a cigar is legit, when you smoke it, you can see a little ring right where the ash meets the, the wrapper. And if that's bubbling and there's a dark smoke coming from it, there's something else going on there. Yeah. Did yeah. you really have certain cigars tested? Yes, chemically? we did. Yes, we did. You psycho. Wow. I had a meeting with a rep. I won't mention the rep's name or the company that they're from, but very and interesting we, conversation about you. We found uh, a cigar that didn't uh, molecularly say it's tobacco. It was, this is not tobacco, and it was a cigar. Wow was a cigar that's in most cigar stores. This is why typically I see you smoking natural. Yeah. You don't go for the Maduro, except for Padron. I, I go for real Maduros. Yeah. You know, we're smoking loose cannon. It's a Maduro, not jet black. It's, uh, it looks like a leaf, because it is. And other things are done on other cigars, and I choose not to smoke them. Uh, I don't say uh, we don't carry some of these things. You know the natural color of butter is white? Yes. And if you get yellow butter... That they've done something to it? You know that margarine is one molecule away from plastic? I did know that. One molecule away and it's plastic. I don't eat margarine. Okay. At all. I try not to eat it's not butter, food. really. It's not food. It's not food at all. No. So I choose butter, too. Anyway, uh, that's it. That wraps up the show. Crazy. So uh, this, this sale is going to go on at two guys uh, next week. If there's it'll any cigars left, it'll all still the way happen. through. It'll Sunday. be tomorrow and then for a week through until the Sunday after. So we'll see. It's happening at all two guys' smoke shop locations. You want a good deal? This is uh, the Honestly, good deal. Honestly, I've never seen it this busy in Nashua, man. This is ridiculous. This is awesome. I'm going to be jumping on the register right after. Beautiful, beautiful. So uh, 
Next week, uh, we're live here from Nashua again. So we'll Correct. do the roundup of that. We'll try some new cigars and new topics and uh, all that. So for the guys in the studio, thank you very much. Chuck Morrison, Mr. Jonathan, I'm David Garofalo. Thank you for listening to the Cigar Authority today. We'll catch you next week. Thank you for listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. If you've learned nothing else today, and David did it last week, you learned nothing I else, did. you keep the lid end out of your mouth. 